Hey, this is Ross Payton with Roleplaying Public Radio. We're here playing Delta Green, and Bridget is running the game, and I don't remember the exact uh, title. Hey, everybody. It's Bridget here, award-winning author and industry-leading game designer. Um, we're going to be playing Amanusis Dolls, which is a game for Delta Green. It's a scenario I wrote uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, you may have heard a version of it played on the Patreon games. Uh, just a shout out to remind you that if you are subscribed to RPPR's Patreon, uh, it's the $10 level, mm-hmm. $5 level, $10, $10 level, um, you can sign up and play in games run by RPPR staff members. So if you like the stuff I I play, if you like the stuff Aaron plays, Ross Yeah, if you're lucky, you get to play in a game run by most innovative GM of RPPR, Bridget <laughs> That's Renault. That's true. Thank you. <laughs> Um, anyway, so today we're playing uh, Amnesia Stalls. Um, we have our three characters here um, and our three players. I'm joined by Faye from Thrilling Intent, Ross, Hello. of course, from RPPR, and a uh, longtime listener, first time caller, uh, Noah. Hey! <laughs> um, so if you Noah ran our all... first game of Zweihander. Uh, yeah, if y'all uh-huh. could introduce yourselves and your characters. All right, I'll go first. My name is Faye Morgan Kells from Thrilling Intent, and more recently, uh, the producer of Cry Novel on Twitter. Uh, follow it before they ban female presenting nipples too. Uh, <laughs> not dating the soul. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, I am going to be playing Ada Kafkian. She is a former bookstore owner who got wrapped up in this whole mess uh, when she came in contact with a set of texts that were less than mm, normal. All right. Ready? I'll, I guess I'll no. go on. <laughs> Okay. Ross, okay. go. Uh, hey, it's Ross. I'm going to be playing uh, let's see, my character's name is Edmund Altum. He is a U.S. Marshal and he is a uh, a dedicated uh, agent, uh, Delta Green agent, and also f- at fifty-five, too old for this shit. So, <laughs> damn, yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Noah, uh, and I'm going to be playing United States Marshal Service Deputy Errol Bryant. Uh, he is thirty years old and uh, kind of a shitbag. Am I the only cool person here? Am I the only one that's not a fucking cop? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, damn, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you you'll be the one who has to go undercover to all the nightclubs and stuff like that. Uh, hi, hello, <laughs> fellow cops. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they've already been given their briefing instructions. Um, these are Delta Green operatives who are here to apprehend one Jack Knight. Uh, as far as I know, Mr. Knight is a horror author who may have gotten himself mixed up in things that were better left alone. And so they're here. They're going to arrest him and sort that out and hopefully keep whatever dark things he's working on from getting out into the light of day. Okay. Uh, where is this located? The where, 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 where are we going to his house or where he works or? Um, yes. still be going to his house. Where, I have, huh? Where's his house? Uh, his house is a cabin uh, out in the middle of the woods uh, nearby the city of Calamity Falls. Okay. That's a very peaceful name. Ew. Uh, will we happen to be in Maine, perhaps? No, we're, we're not in Maine. It's in the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Oregon? All right. Like all good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oregon. 
Are we ready? Yep. Okay. So the van r- rattles away in muffled silence, leaving the snow swirling all around you. It's cold this year, colder than you can remember it being. It was a joke at the office at first. Global warming, global, global warming is going to kill us faster than they will, and you'd laugh. At first, it was just the mysterious they, the ghouls and monsters out there in the dark, scuttling along behind the veils of public ignorance or natural law or whatever it was that kept nightmares in our dreams and boogeymen lodged firmly in our closets. It was easier to laugh at things when you weren't staring them in the mall or cleaning up the wreckage of bodies that used to be co-workers. Eventually, the laughter became directed at that violence. It was the only way to cope. Another agent gunned down in a green box, and he'd make jokes about how he'd likely done it in himself. It took the sting out of the truth. Comedy became a shield, and then it became a routine. No one really found it funny, but you had to do it anyway, like a ritual to mourn the dead. It was as close to a funeral as some of those agents were ever going to get. Then the laughter worked its way back around. Things in the dark, claws and teeth and screaming, undulating masses of horrors were nothing compared to the everyday reality that the world would become unlivable and it was going to be our fault. It seemed inevitable, and that was funny at first, much in the same way that nuclear winter would have been funny 50, 60 years ago. But now it's 2018, and you're starting staring extinction in the face on a regular basis, and the only real thought you have anymore is that it's cold, and you don't remember the last time you felt your toes and whether or not the damn band could have driven you the last 15 fucking minutes up to the cabin instead of having to hoof it yourselves. These are decent boots, job issued, a size too big so you can fit the three layers of socks you need into them, but all the same, you'd rather not expend the cardio workout it's going to take to carry you up the laneway. And now that's funny, really and truly funny. Your first day into this case, and you would have wanted a gun or some magical charm or a ward against evil, but now you're just whimpering to yourselves about coats, and scarves, and gloves. It's hilarious how times change. You huddle together, warm breath turning to clouds of vapor in the moonlight. It's bright out here, really. The overcast skies are threatening, but the snow reflects the light of the stars, clearly illuminating your path. The mailbox, flag up, marks the end of the laneway, but it'll take you a little bit of time to hoof it up to the cabin. Time to reflect, and time to plan. What do you do? I take a long drag from my cigarette and light another. Uh, are there any signs that, um, like someone's like, is the cabin, are the cabin, so we can see the cabin or the lights on, or, uh, is there smoke coming um, from the chimney? Yeah. There's smoke coming from the chimney. Okay. And uh, the flags up on the mailbox. So presumably someone's still using it. Okay. Are there, uh, I check the mailbox. All right. Uh, inside you find several letters. They're marked with proper postage made out to several offices, some local and some not. Uh, the addressees include what you assume must be the utility company for the area, several to the district's congressional representative, and a letter marked return to sender, and one to the Library of Congress. Moved right quick to invasion of privacy, didn't you? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I kind of did. Uh, I'm going to stuff those inside of my jacket. And theft, of course. <laughs> I should have known. I mean, you know what we're here to do, right? Of course I do, but I expect a little bit of decency, at least. If if everything turns out all right, I'll put them back in the mailbox. I don't think the uh, the postal service is going to be coming all the way out here this late at night. The deed is done. It doesn't matter. What matters is that now I know a bit more about your character. 
Mm. Um, is there a car uh, parked in front of the cabin or anything? No. Okay. Uh, wait, wait, is there any car? Like, how is this guy getting around? If he doesn't, uh, you can't see a car. Okay. Interesting. Um, wait, is there snow on the ground? There is snow on the ground. It's fairly deep. Okay. Uh, any recent foot uh, footprints going to or from the cabin? No. Uh, I mean, the little walk up to the cat, like the the driveway yeah. up to the cabin, looked like it's been shoveled. Okay. Um, and obviously, the roads you came down had been cleared by snowplow. But you're standing in about, I want to say, two three inch deep snow, and the the snow that hasn't been cleared, like been recently falling, is much worse. Okay. Um, is there a light on in through that we can see through the window? Um, no. Okay. So it's pretty light. He's possibly asleep. Um. Well, the other thing is, like, there might not actually be windows, because it's a pretty cold place. So if he has shutters over the windows, like, you're not going to... Oh, can we not yeah. see from this distance? Yeah. yeah it's it's a ways off. Um, he's an author. You know the hours they keep. There's no way he's asleep. <sighs> well, all right. Fair enough. Um, we should uh, probably, if there's... Our, if there, Yeah, just go uh, march through the uh, part that's been snowed in so we don't leave tracks or i mean it's been shoveled in so shoveled why don't we have a little bit of a powwow first eh uh okay. how are we how are we coming out this does the guy know we're coming are we supposed to just kick down that front door put a bullet in his head and call it a day what are we doing here? uh i would assume we he does he shouldn't know that we're coming because i if it does that means we have worse problems than that um so we go in um you know, use those ski masks uh, to make sure he doesn't see it, know who we are. Uh, we can either... I don't want to just shoot him. I want to see if he's been communicating with anybody else. Uh, see if the threat spread anywhere Right, else. because communicating with anybody else is more important than human life. Well, I mean, if he's spreading the wrong information to people, then Allegedly. Yes. Well, we're not going to... we got to confirm... First, and then contain the issue if need be. Yeah. If anything, if nothing seems wrong, we can just make it seem like a, a you know, invasion. a bad breaking and yeah, home invasions. That, that those happen. wild animals did it. If one of you happens to go off the hook, if we all have masks on, it doesn't matter. You won't be able to identify us. So we go in, um, tie him up. Uh, look around, see if he's talked to anybody else, and assess the situation there. But go in there and continue. You seriously think he's been talking to anybody else? Look at this place. It's out in the middle of nowhere. No like, phone poles, no letters, internet. Le- letters, satellite, internet. Oh, God, right. Snail mail. Well, these are people who aren't rational. Who knows what they're, um, uh, what they're capable of. So let's, let's get this over with. So I just start marching towards him uh, using the driveway and shoveled path so I don't leave footprints. Uh, hold on. Okay. Uh, we should come up with aliases. Okay. Um, just to yeah. keep our anonymity. Yeah. Uh, I'll be Smith. Uh, <laughs> I'll be Johnson. All right. All right, I'll be Jane. All right. Uh, so let's see. So you want to head up to the cabin, or is there other things you want to do? Here? I mean, we don't see anything other than the wilderness around us, right? Uh, no. Okay. Is there, um, 
You said there's no like lights on or anything, right? No, just smoke is it, from the chimney. Is it visible at all that there might be any electricity in the in the place? Like, or is there any electric power? Power lines? Uh, no, like a you private don't see any power lines. Okay. Oh, so there's like, okay, wow, dark ages back here. Mm-hmm. Well, you or could, you could they, have they, a generator or be you know buried power lines if possible. Uh, could we try to scope around for here? Why don't I? Before we bust that door in, why don't we take a peek around to see if we can find a generator and cut the lights or any alarms that he might have? Um, yeah, I guess we could. Uh, yeah, maybe someone should secure the back in case he tries to make a run for it. Uh, when we go, uh, paper scissors for it. Yeah, I'll I'll take care of that. Oh okay. please, where's the fun in that? Rock, <laughs> ready? I'm I'm. I'm not doing this. Do you do you You're even have like a weapon? I don't need a weapon. I've got these. I flex. <laughs> uh, Bitch, I have a 70 in unarmed combat. Jesus. <laughs> well, that won't do much. Aren't you a writer? Yeah. No. no, I was a bookstore owner. Oh, that makes sense. Books are heavy. So I too have watched black books. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, so we could, um, we could, uh, uh, I, 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 yeah. Well, um, yeah. Just he'll go. He has a weapon in the back. You'll come with me through the front, and you can be the one to grab him, and then I'll be there as backup in case <laughs> anything happens. How's that? Yeah. Just, just lift him yeah. over your head. Whatever. Yeah. Sounds yeah. good to me. All right. All right, uh, so we'll, yeah, we'll do that, so. Okay. Off you go now. The walk up to the cabin is exactly as terrible as you're hoping it wouldn't be. By the time you arrive, things like stealth and tactics feel secondary to just getting inside and getting this shit over with. A large snowdrift lines the makeshift walkway up to the porch, like someone had shoveled the snow fairly recently. Judging by the size of the piles, it's most snow... It must snow deep here and quite regularly, which corroborates the awful slog you had at the laneway. Smoke pours steadily from the chimney, but there's really just the one way of ingress. Windows on the north and west sides are firmly shuttered and locked. The rusted nature of the metal seems like you, they haven't been opened in a long time. There's a door on the south side of the building, and really your only way inside. It's a small building, can't be more than one, two rooms inside. A decent deck and overhang are the only ornamentation to the face of it. The door itself is solid, but if you had to ram it, at least one of you could do it. The closer you get to the building, the more the whole thing seems like a waste. All this for one guy? Hmm. And then off to the eastern side, um, there's a small, like, looking like shack type thing. Uh, like an outhouse or okay. like a, a shed to Kind of like, like an outhouse, but a little bit bigger. Okay, it's so like something to store like power tools and stuff like that in. Mm-hmm. A two-person outhouse. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I think it's called a glory hole. No. <laughs> uh, so there's only one door. There's no door in the back. Yeah, there's only the one door into the building. Okay. Well, I think we can... Yeah, so maybe we don't need someone in the back. Uh, I don't think he can unlock and open the shutters and break a window before we can should, get in. Should, should I go look at the outhouse? Um, yeah, well, let's just go. We'll, we'll all go. Just to double check, uh, in case there, in case there's We're not going to romp around in this snow. We agreed on who's doing what. Yeah, going out back to look for power. The two of us are going in to get the guy. All right. I've been, 
I've been dropping through the snow for 20, 30 minutes, and I'm about sick of it. <laughs> well, there's no back door, so uh, Johnson doesn't need to do that. So we'll we'll just... Uh, let's yeah, go he's sc- a big fella. Johnson, big old Johnson, can handle himself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's right. All right, so is the... is I forgot. Uh, yeah, we'll just I'll just break the door in, I guess. Uh, okay. I'm going to knock first. Uh, Damn. No. Element of surprise. So who's all going into... Are you all headed into the cavern together, or...? Uh, no, I think it's just me and Smith going well, in. There's no. I thought there was a back door, but there's nowhere else for there's Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, uh, let's say that you two are going in, and I'm double-checking around back as you two go in. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, so we'll, I'll do the generator building real quick first. And it is in fact a generator building. So it's like a small, like little shitty, like kind of shack. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly just to stockpile wood and then, um, or coal or some kind of fuel along with the actual generator itself. And then it's hooked by a line from the building up to the actual house. Right. So whatever lights and things like that are on inside are probably powered by this, but okay. uh, it's it on humming but it doesn't seem like there's anything sinister going in here unless like all the bugs that are probably hanging out in the generator room in the summer is probably the grossest thing that's about it okay uh i'll peek around you know check the rafters and everything real quick and then okay so while you're out there doing that um for those of us at the cabin Mm -hmm. the door swings open faster and louder than you were going for it slams against the wall, having been blown in completely. Uh, maybe the wind was with you, or maybe you're stronger than you thought. The noise is excruciating in the relative silence of the wilderness. Light spills from inside. There's a rather tacky chandelier providing most of it, but the hearth is no slouch, and nor is the desk lamp. You notice things in slow motion, like a car accident. The horrendous bearskin rug beneath the chandelier in front of the fireplace. The small table and chair in the near corner, like a cute little breakfast nook in one of those homesteading catalogs. The huge bookshelf perched on the wall behind the desk. The desk is so of course, that's hard not to notice. It takes up all your focus. It commands the room, placed opposite the doorway. It stares at you like a loaded gun on the other end of a standoff. It's large, well-made, scattered with paper and ink and pens and a typewriter. It's less of a desk and more of the idea of a desk, plucked from some detective novel from 30 years ago, dropping into this quake cabin in the middle of nowhere. It's comical. It's a joke. And like all jokes, it quickly turns to violence. Neither of you remembers who draws first. The man behind the desk twitches, looking to his left. The rifle on the wall is too obvious. Your hands go to your weapons instinctively, and the tension of the room builds to a sharpened point. What do you do? Um, I I yell, uh, freeze or I'll shoot. Oh, I don't yell anything. I charge the guy. Uh, the man ignores your questions, muttering to himself instead. You're not supposed to be here yet, he says quietly. His voice rises as he points a finger in your direction. You're too early. You're always too early. He goes for the gun. So um, can you? I have you all figure out your initiative? Huh? Um, yes. Let's see. That's usually uh, just our deck score. Highest decks goes first. 13. Uh, 10. Uh, okay. Um, so it will be our two agents starting with um, Ada, and then it will be uh, Mr. Knight. Okay. Um, how, how much distance is there between him and me? 
so you got to cross the whole length of the cabin and it's like a fairly like large room and he's got the desk in the way of you. Okay. I want to attempt to, and, and he has a gun drawn, right? Uh, he's going for a gun. It's real close to him. Okay. I'm going to chance it and try to close the, close the gap, uh, leap the desk and, uh, strangle him. Uh, okay. Choke him out uh, specifically, not lethally. Jesus. <laughs> You want to try athletics first, then, to vault the desk? Yes! I sure do. Do I have an athletics? That's alright. That is a two. Okay, so yeah, so you vault, vault the desk, okay. Uh, and then can I have you roll unarmed, then, to attempt to grapple him? Mm-hmm. 48! So you're going to try to I oppose. assume that's a success? Uh, yes, what? I have 70. Well, th- is he going to try and dodge or fight back? Um, because that would be uh, he's not going to try and fight back in the in the fisticuffs now. Okay, all right. Yeah, it all right, all right. Steady now, steady. You never let me have the time to finish. I, pardon me, but I don't believe we've met. You're the one I hate the most. Me. Uh, while she's doing that, I'm going to go and grab the rifle, uh, so he it's you know he can't get to it. Okay, uh, it's just a hun- regular hunting rifle, uh, and despite its age, it seems to be particularly well cared for, but it's definitely loaded. Okay, Smithy's fucking delusional. Well, that is the reason we're here. Um, <sighs> all right, help help me fucking tie him up. I've got energy, but not enough to last the day. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, put the rifle well out of reach, uh, then produce handcuffs and, uh, handcuffs. getting this part. I'm going to fix this next time. The, the fuck you mean next time? There, there's no next time. This is, this is open and shut right here. He kind of glares at you and goes, did you always have an accent? Far as I've known, yeah. Can't remember. About my whole fucking life. 30-something years. And then he turns He turns um, uh, to Agent Altum, or Marshall yeah, yeah. Altum, and goes, do you like the accent? Like, do you nice. think it makes for a better scene? Excuse me? I don't know what your damage is, man, but uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a matter of opinion, all right? Look, we're going to... How the fuck do you, did you know we were coming? As I handcuff him. He doesn't say anything to that. Yeah. All right. So he, he's either bluffing and or paranoid and just assume there's always someone coming to get him. Or he had inside information. Uh, so we need to search that place and find out if, if he had inside information, who gave it to him. Oy. Yeah. Well, I, don't- I reckon the desk is probably a good. I reckon the desk is the best place to start. All right. Um, I go outside to look for, see if Johnson's on his way back to the cabin. Yeah, around this time he's he's wandering in from the cold. Okay. Uh, I fill on Johnson on what our uh, perp said. Uh, you, mm. have, you have any clues on how he could know that, or is he just? Um, I mean, unless he's got like some some buried security lines going out i don't really i mean he could have just looked out the window and seen us it's not exactly i mean snow reflects a lot of light 
So yeah. Still, specifically, he said this time and mentioned several things that lead me to believe he's under the impression this has happened before, either not with us or with us. There's supposed to be four of you. Where's the fourth one? The what? I like right. Yeah, he could he could be delusional too. Don't don't. You know, we should look for hallucinogens. It's beginning to seem like it's a bit of a delusion. Uh, why don't why don't happens here out in the middle of nowhere? There's not much else to do aside from drugs. Why don't you gag him first, and then let's take a look around. Uh, <laughs> Gagging's not going to help any. Why is no, that? but it's sure as shit going to be a bit funny now, isn't it? I, uh, I haven't a- read a book aloud in years. I pull a couple of pages uh, off of his desk, crumple them up, and stick them in his mouth. Hi. He seems incredibly upset, but much quieter. Poetic, isn't it? All right. Uh, I'll yeah. We should. I'll 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 keep an eye on him for now. Uh, me to search. Um. Um. So, Faye, I think you said you were going to check the stuff on the desk first. Yeah. Can I use like bureaucracy or uh, alertness or something for that? Uh. Yeah. Sweet. Or what would be the the role for it? Uh, search. Oh, yeah, search should be fine. Okay. I have search. Add that. I'm I'm pretty good at search. Do you want me to try? Yeah, yeah. Right. Let's let's do. No, no. Fuck it. I'm committed. <laughs> I fail by about as much as I could have. All right. I will okay. search the rest of the cat, or I'll search the the rest of this room. I'll look around. This really is a nice desk. You have to stop yeah. and admire. Well, I failed that too. Things like this. So, uh, is there like a back room, bedroom, something? Yeah, there's there? a um, there's like a little. It's kind of like a blanket. Um, just like hanging over this doorway that seals off the the back of the place from the the front of the cabin. Okay, at least it's not um, a beaded, like. <laughs> so, um, Faye, the papers on the desk seem to be more letters. Um, they're stern letters advising the nature of copyright law in the state. Received letters of rejection from several publishing companies, as well as statements of payment from publishing companies still sending royalties from Knight's earlier works. Huh. Um, and you can investigate this further if you want. Or there's the, of course, the rest of the deck and uh, rest of the desk and other items in the room. Uh, I'll just glance through. What are some of his earlier works like? What what are those mentioned by name or? Uh, content or anything like that the his earlier work like yeah like um you, yeah you'd have to like dig through the royalty payments and things like that if you wanted to check that out yeah i'll do that okay so can uh, i have you roll like bureaucracy hell yeah baby some kind of paperwork skill i'm good at that shit <laughs> and then i'll switch to now crit wait it crit is doubles uh yes. even doubles right well if it's, it's under doubles skill. under Okay, yeah. yeah. Doubles under crit! What'd you okay. get, like a 22 or something? Yeah, I got a 44. Oh, yeah. um, so, looking at the royalty payments, um, the the royalty payments are paltry sums and nothing for books published earlier than 15 years ago. Um, huh. Whatever made Night popular before seems to have petered out a long time ago. So It's he's... one of those places still has lights on. It's doubtful the royalties are enough for someone to afford food, much less a private residence. So he's a hack trying to recapture previous glory. Um, the letters of rejection are broad statements refusing Knight's newer works. Some are overly, part, overly polite form lovers. 
But those are more personal. Those that are more personalized talk about the market saturation and Knight's works being quote too derivative. Uh, letters from publishing companies that worked with him in the past are begging him to consider doing something novel outside of the horror genre. Hmm. Hmm. All right, Noah, what did you want to do? Um, well, first, I was like, I moved towards the, the 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 blanket. I'm going to say over my shoulder, Jane, can you put on a a, a spot of tea? please. Sure, sure. Just as soon as I finish these papers, some tea would be nice right about now. Um, and I, I, I wave the unopened letters I got from the mailbox over my shoulder. Um, and then I move into the, the back area of the cabin. Okay. So, um, the, through the little, uh, like hanging, this little blanket is a hallway. Um, hallway is short, but it has a lot of things to say in that time, and unfortunately all of them are vulgar. The dust would suggest that no one has cleaned it in a long time. The carpet laying along the length of it has been scuffed and torn in so many paces that it barely even sits in the middle of the hallway. There's three doors equidistant from each other, the only lighting coming from a salt light fixture on the wall, giving the entire place a gloomy look. It's not very homely at all. The doors all have little plaques fitted to the front, um, suggesting what they might be used for. In order from where you are towards b- further down the hallway, they are the kitchen, the bathroom, and the bedroom. Oh, kitchen's back here. Um, all right. I will head towards the kitchen then. Okay. Um, Ross, did you want to do a thing while everybody else is looking at um, stuff? Is there anything else of interest in this main room, the, the room with the desk? Um, there's lots of kind of stuff. Got, oh yeah. The bookshelf, um, the bookshelf, um, the desk itself. Cause you've only checked the top of it. Um, there's the fireplace. All right. I'll look in the, I'll look inside the desk if it opens up or if there's drawers. Okay. The do- contents of the desk include ma- mundane things like a letter opener and a stapler along with pens and erasers, stamps and envelopes and the like. At first glance, a lot of this looks worthless. So you're going to need um, search to dig through it and hopefully find useful. Okay. Well, I'm also checking specifically underneath the desk to see if he taped anything under under it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I will do a roll for that. Uh, make that twenty three hundred fifty. Upon further investigation, one drawer is shallower than it should suggest. Uh, feeling around, you find a secret panel. There are three items in here that you can take a closer look at. Okay. There's a little manual, uh, a woodworking kit, and a key. Manual, okay, woodworking kit, and a key. Uh, mm-hmm. What, like, is it an old-style, old-timey key, or is it, like, a newer one looked like it was kind it's of It's an old-style, old-timey key. Okay. Does and it look- the key is labeled Attic. Attic? Uh, okay. Um, I will take that, uh, and I will yell out to Junction, look for an attic door. Um, Got it. An attic door? All right. There's yeah. a key for it. Um, what's the... What? What- was this place yeah. two-story looking from the outside? No. No. Um, the manual, uh, what's it a manual of? It is a repair manual um, for, uh, it's a small book detailing the repair of books and other papers that have been damaged or defaced. Okay. 
Uh, does it look? I, I flipped through it looking for like marginalia or handwritten notes or like pieces. No, of paper he hasn't like him. written in it or or highlighted it or added anything. And there's nothing stored in it. No, no papers or anything. Has he defaced this book about book repair? I'm not that defacing. Would be I'm just flipping no. through it. Uh, not you. Okay. Uh, and then the woodworking kit is just a very basic woodworking kit made mm-hmm. for simple carving and engraving. Okay. Um. Does it look like it's been used or is it still like fresh and boxed? Yes. Okay. Um, I look at night and hold out the kit. What you've been working on? And I'll lean in and take the papers out of his mouth. <coughs> what have I been working on? Genius, of course. Mm-hmm. Best story ever made. The last story they'll ever need. Huh. Um, I'm gonna go put that tea on. Have fun talking to him. Yep. So what? I mean, uh, you don't need a woodworking kit to make a novel. What have you been carving? I uh, doesn't say anything to that. It just kind of glares at you. All right. <sighs> All right. I look at the papers that were crumpled up. Anything unusual? Or is it the same kind of stuff? You look at which papers? The papers that uh, Jane. Uh, stuffed in his mouth. Are they the same type? Uh, yeah, it's the same rejection letters and things like that. Okay. He's got a lot of them. <laughs> okay. All right. For our friends uh, in the kitchen, the kitchen is beyond disgusting. Nominally, the features of the room include a sink, a drying rack, a counter, a fridge, and an oven, but they clearly haven't been cleaned in a very, very long time. Dishes are piled in the sink with all kinds of film and mold growing from them. The door to the oven is completely busted, and it sits slightly ajar, revealing a soot chart inside. All the cupboards are doorless and bare, leaving a very unlived-in look. The only thing remotely fresh is a carving board with some kind of meat on it. Glancing at the fridge, you're not looking forward to opening that monstrosity. Is it... At a glance, what kind of meat is it? Uh, Hard to tell. Venison? All right, that... All right. You're an optimist. Mm. Uh, it's like staked into the cutting board with a knife, by the way. <laughs> well, Johnson, Great. I don't rightly feel like doing this man's dishes so I can have a pot of tea. If you want that tea, get it your fucking self. Uh, yeah, is there a, a kettle anywhere? I mean, you can dig through the pile of dishes. Uh... Nah, not yet. I opened the fridge. Curiosity killed the cat. Okay. Compared to the rest of the kitchen, the inside is actually clean and well-organized. It's by far the most (laughs) disgusting part, however. Categorized into torso, arms, legs, and head, the shelves of the fridge currently contain the dismembered body of someone. Can I please have you roll sanity? (laughs) Fuck! Okay! You know when I said you were an optimist? Like, about the meat. All right, what is my sanity? Um, I make that 30. Okay, you don't lose any sanity. You've seen a body stuffed in a fridge before. I used to work in Miami. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that sounds legit. Yeah, sure. Sellers in Miami makes sense. There's a hotline there. Yeah, I'm sure that makes yeah. sense. Um, I assume you're telling us. Anyone hungry? What did you find, Jane? Dinner! <laughs> uh, I'm going to take a look. Oh, wait, I stop him. What? Just, uh, make sure the chair... 
make sure that you steal your stomach before you take a peek in there. It's a bit of a bit of a horror show. Is it a oh, okay? Is it, is it a body? Uh, yes, actually, alphabetically organized. Very neat, I must say. Uh, forty-four. That's a critical success. All right. Oh yeah, totally fine. Uh, yeah, we've got a we've got a body in here, and it's uh, it's in pieces. Uh, uh Christ! I'm assuming that's what's on the cutting board as well. So he went. Cannibal. He holed himself up here. Did a fuck ton of drugs, hallucinogenics, whatever the fuck you want to find it, whatever you can get your hands on in the Pacific Northwest. Loses his mind, kills someone that comes up here, eats them. And now here we are. Yeah. Um, is, so are, are what, you all hanging out in the kitchen now? Like, uh, did, um, no, I'm gonna stay. I'm just yelling from the room. Uh, oh, Alton's I'm, just screaming at you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna <laughs> l- we, keep that guy out of my sight. Right. Have there been? Do we know if there have been any missing persons reports in the area? Uh, I mean, it's. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of missing peoples all around this area. It's nothing but mountains and forests. So, yeah. Um, what 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 can I determine from the remains? Uh, it's an un- the body is an unidentified male whose features seem vaguely familiar to you for some reason. It can't have been in here for more than a few hours, which leads one to wonder where the parts come from. Oh, wait. As you poke I... around, it seems like something is stuffed in the mouth of the dismembered head. Okay. Well, uh Huh. Would I have a Perhaps forensics kit? Get in there. Um, I mean, yeah, assuming you have a It's like something that you could fit in your pockets or like small gear, like yeah. Yeah. Okay. I will slap on some rubber gloves and uh, dig into the head's mouth. Okay. Mm. Uh, inside the mouth of this one, the head is cro- is cr- a crammed like like a folded up piece of paper. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And very carefully uh, unraveling it, you can see that there's some text on it. Um, it's in a rough like like handwritten scrawl that just says, "Now the real game begins." Oh, great. Uh, I I show it to Jane. Okay. So you turn around to show it to Jane, uh, and she's not there. In Wait, fact, nothing what? that you thought was there is there. Fuck. You're standing outside, and it's actually kind of rather pleasant. Um, maybe it's spring. Everything seems warm. There's plenty of sh- sunshine. Um, the trees sway gently in the breeze. But you're not actually standing. You're sitting. You're sitting at some kind of table outside. There's a bunch of other tables and chairs around you. Um, and you realize that you're at the front of a storefront. It's like things are like coming into the scene as you look at them. Like they don't exist until you look at them. And you're at some kind of like outdoor restaurant where people seem to be enjoying lunch. And then you look across the table from you and you're actually sitting with someone. Um, rather pleasant looking woman is uh, sitting there staring at you expectantly. Um, well, don't let her down. Hi. Hey, Jack. It's really nice to see you again. Um, yeah, it's good to see you, too. I 
you probably don't remember me, do you? I'm I'm sorry, your your mom set this whole thing up. Well, your mom and your brother really. I mean, you know how they kind of play matchmaker. I mean, they said you'd be back in town and we always just hit things off. So I'm not being awkward, am I? No. No, you're not. Um I'm I'm totally blanking. What was your name again? Annie? Annie. Annie, you know, it's I, very I, nice to see you. You live down from you and your parents, you know? Yeah. Like, no, it's together. I've I'm just having one of those days. Um it's, yeah, it's great to see you again, Annie. Um Yeah. Hey, I know you're probably worrying about it, but your brother said he already took care of the bills, so you don't... I know money's a little tight after the stuff from the book dried up, and which, by the way, we're all huge fans of your work here in Calamity Falls. I'd, I'd appreciate you not bringing up the book. Um, so, oh, sorry, sorry. I, I didn't know if it was a sore spot. Yeah. Um, can you excuse me for just one moment? I have to go use the little boy's room. Um, you hear a voice, um, maybe from behind you, or maybe in front of you, or maybe just kind of everywhere. It's kind of like when you're at a concert and you just hear music in the hallways once you leave the main venue, like they're piping it in from somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's just an angry voice shouting, WRONG! It's all wrong! Can't you just... Oh my... <laughs> <laughs> this scene is important and you're fucking it up. Oh, oh, am I? <laughs> okay, as you move to turn around, you bump into um, the body of Jack Knight, who's glaring at you very angrily, and he some, seems somehow larger and more menacing be- than before. Uh, I punch him in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You don't want to dodge or fight? You just want to fight? Okay. Yeah, no, I'm just going to punch him in the throat. Can, you, can any of you roll unarmed? Yeah. Uh, that is 19 out of 60. Uh, okay, so you slam him right in the throat, and it doesn't do anything to stop him. Uh, God damn. If anything, it makes him angrier, and he raises the knife that's in his left hand. Uh, uh, now uh, you're going to be real fucking sorry. All right, it's time to go for that grapple check. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> What'd you get? I got literally like the worst possible roll. I got a 99. Oh! <laughs> so very easily he grabs you and pins you to the table. And while everyone looks on, they all kind of like fuzz out a little as he slips the knife up under your chin. Oh. <laughs> and then you don't remember anything. Uh, you wake back up and you're lying on the floor of the kitchen. Um, Ada, uh, what had happened is you saw the marshal turn to say something to you and just collapsed onto the floor. Okay. I kneel down. Uh, I prop his head up so that he doesn't choke on anything. Hey. Hey. Hey, Johnson. <clears throat> you with me? Uh, yeah. Um... You all right? Yeah. You know where you are? I'm I'm in Knight's cabin, right? Right. Who's president? Uh, don't talk about that. <laughs> um, can you help me help me up? Right. L- look. 
look, Johnson, if the tea thing is going to be that much of a problem. No, just, no, no. It's a joke, don't... Johnson. Johnson, it's a joke. Christ, we're professionals, but we can still laugh, can't we? Yeah. Um, don't read anything you find in any more heads. What? What are you talking about? I read the note in the mouth, and then I was at dinner with some girl who thought I was Jack Knight. No, you weren't. You were right here the whole time. I I blacked out, right? I fell? Yeah. Okay. Quick as a snap. Just done. Down. That's it. In, in that time, I, I was suddenly at a dinner, or like a lunch or something, a date, with some girl named Annie in town who thought I was Jack Knight. Right. And then that asshole showed up and that, stabbed me. And now I'm back here. That, so, okay. So you're saying that... Let me get this Don't straight. read anything you find stuffed in mouths. <laughs> we need to do our job. But just let me get this straight. You, you had a vision that you were Jack Knight. Uh-huh. And then Jack Knight shows up. And kills uh-huh. you, presumably. Who is Jack Knight? Yeah. Jesus. This is taking death of the author a bit too far. <sighs> like I said, joke, laugh. Ha. Good. Um, okay. Yeah, just be careful what you read, alright? I don't... Hmm. Uh, I look back at the, the body in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything more, like, recognizable about the remains? No. Okay. Uh, I checked the freezer. <laughs> uh, the, it, it's just the fridge. Like, there's not an attached freezer. It's just a really big fridge. Okay. Um, huh. You want to go check some of the other rooms? I think I do. I think you should take a sit. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go out into the living room. Mm-hmm. Back into the main cabin. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you find um, Marshall Alton sitting there by himself, um, checking out the papers on the desk. Wait, is Jack not there? There's just Marshall Alton in this room. Wait, I'm. Where? I was. I was specifically saying I was keeping an eye on. Uh, or is yeah. This, okay. Smith. He's not there anymore. Smith. Like, you just glanced down for a second, but he's just Where's... not there. Where is he, Smith? The fuck? Alright. He uh clearly has unnatural powers, so we should kill him on sight. Um Yeah, no I... shit. I just read a note I found in a head and I was at a dinner date with some girl named Annie, and okay. the guy shows up and tries to kill me. Alright, I found a woodworking kit, you know, some of these Weird things are powered by, you know, carvings or sigils or things that are... So this cabin is wood. Maybe he's carved things in here that as long as we're in the cabin, we're affected by it. So we should uh, look for weird symbols carved into the cabin. Uh, I'm going to start tossing the bookshelf, just tossing books out, uh, seeing if anything weird uh, pops up. Um, hmm. Do you want to know what the books you're throwing around are, or do you? 
Uh, I mean, I'll look at the titles, but that's it. Like, I mean, just on the spine. I'm, okay. I'm not going to read. So there isn't anything specifically like in the shelf itself. Like, like yeah. it's not like he carved things into the shelf or anything like that. And the books you're throwing around seem to be mostly horror novels, books on law, and a few scientific books on time and the nature of the universe. Okay. And you can investigate those further if you would like. Uh, I'm also going to check, like, look behind, like, move the shelf a little bit to see yeah. if there's nothing behind the wall. Yeah, I assume you're going to you're gonna push through and look at the back of it and then get somebody to look on the bottom. He has not carved anything into the shelf. Okay. <laughs> and there's nothing hidden out there. Well, we're dealing with some crazy shit already. I got to be paranoid. Um, all right. So there's the bookshelves. There, I've already checked the desk. Um, and then there's the fire. Is there, Does it look like there's anything been burned in the fireplace? Uh, Do you want to check out the fireplace? Yeah. Uh, okay. It's a very smoky fire burns in the hearth. Uh, there's evidence that wood might have been stacked up before, but there's precious few logs now. The fire seems to be partially fed by heavy manuscripts, a few stacks of which are piled next to the logs. So, oh, there's some things that haven't been uh, burned yet. Yeah, there's a couple of extra manuscripts sitting there that haven't been burned yet. Okay. Um, I glance at their titles that they... I mean, anything. Under- uh, cursory reading suggests that these are copies of whatever recent book Knight has been peddling. Mm-hmm. Large sections have been blacked out by a dark marker, making much of it unreadable. The cover pages are simply titled My Final Novel. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Uh, and there's nothing stuck between the pages or, you know, anything. No, it's just like okay. like the huge ass stapled together, you know? Okay. <clears throat> the big uh, industrial staples. Okay. Uh, and there's nothing near. Okay, well, yeah, I'll just keep once I I'll search everything else in the room and then we'll move on, I guess. But um, do you want to go t- back and take a look at the books you pulled out of the shelf? There? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give them another cl- uh, glance over, especially the non horror novel ones. Okay, so you want to start with the scientific books or the law books? Uh, the the scientific books. Um, these are almost complete garbage. While some multiverse for dummies, while there are some multiverse for dummies type books in the pile, a surprising number are sociology or group psychology books. The overarching themes of the latter books deal in the idea of shared reality, mimetic mutation, as well as a pop culture focused book do- documenting the viral phenomena of public discourse. Okay. Uh, interesting. And then the law books. They seem to be largely devoted to the complicated and, frankly, impenetrable nature of copyright law. Some well-known rulings and filings have been highlighted. A small number of these books include laws related to national security and spy programs, including binders of printed-out texts of various secrecy and non-disclosure laws in the United States and its allies. Oh, okay. But no smoking gun. Nothing. All right. Um, So this guy, Shared Realities... So he's got some way to inflict a shared reality or an hallucination on other people is what it sounds like. There's some sort of trigger that we don't know what it is yet. So are you, are you, are yeah. you saying this to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just like glazed over yeah. as you spout all this bullshit at me. Well, it's, it's not good what, what he's doing. So we yeah. need to find him and put a stop to this, but uh, we can't burn anything yet until we un- until we're sure that this is the extent of the uh, infection. I haven't seen any. Um, yeah, um, so we need to keep looking for him. Uh, I'm going to open up the front door and just double check outside, see if there's any fresh footprints. 
Uh, no, just the footprints of you coming up the way, which are slowly being filled in by new snow. Right. Great. Um, there's still more books on the bookshelf to check. You got to look at the fictional ones. Oh, yeah. I guess I'll look at them, too. Okay. The complete the horror novels are the completed works of noted horror author Sutter Kane, including titles like The Whisperer in the Dark, Haunter Out of Time, and The Thing in the Basement. The copies are dog-eared and well-read. Hmm. Well, that's... Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, uh, can I have you roll search while you're looking through these books? Sure. Got that at 50%. I'll use the Discord... PBR Discord for that. And I got a 25. Okay. Among the rest of the books, you find this sort of local encyclopedia or travel book. While most of the lore contained relates to the city of Calamity Falls, there's a few sections describing the Knight family. They have a surprisingly long lineage of academics, librarians, and occasionally politicians. The Knight family is described as having, quote, the gift of communication, making unlikely allies and being excellent storytellers. There's a modest paragraph devoted to Jack Knight himself, largely on his reclusive cabin and semi-successful horror writing career. Hmm. Okay, so the entire family's really good at communicating. Uh, so that's a lead. We may have to double-check them to investigate them later on and make sure that they're not a threat as well. Um, so and we can't cross eliminate the possibility that there maybe one or more of them are actually here hiding and helping him Maybe that's how they got a uh, got away. Oh, we still need to check. Look for the attic. Um, there's a there. Well, there's a key that's labeled attic. I mean, we should look for some sort of lock that this goes to. Yeah. All right. So, I guess if that's uh, if we search everything in this room, move on. Um the the other stuff you have isn't technically in this room. You've got the letters that. Uh, yeah, um, I'm gonna just tear those open. Fuck it. Oh yeah, <laughs> from the mailbox. Yeah. Do you want to I do. I mutter something about a federal offense, and <laughs> do you want to read all of them? Uh, I'm just going to gloss over them, see if there's anything that really jumps out at me. But I'm not going to. Letter go addressed to the utility company is a standard issue form. Mm-hmm. Curiously, where an indication of payment should be, there's merely a text scrawled "Keep it all turned on" in an angry hand with an involved laborious scrawl. The envelopes to the congressman. Uh, the envelopes themselves have been stamped return to sender at least twice each and haven't been opened. Um, does the scrawl on the utilities match the same scrawl on the mouth yeah. note? Mm-hmm. Where were they addressed to? <sighs> um, they're addressed to the congressional representative. Um, there's also the li- letter to the Library of Congress and a personal letter marked "Return to Sender." Why okay. Would they return to Sender if they were addressed. Let's that open up the Return to Sender ones first. Okay. Did it say um, why? Letter- uh, did it say why it was returned to Sender? It was like insufficient postage or like? No. Did- okay. Um, the letter um, marked "Return to Sender" in the personal letter has been marked "Return to Sender" in a loopy, erratic scroll. Opening the envelope, you find it is a rather personal note from Garrett Knight to his brother Jack, pleading with him to abandon, quote, the spooky old cabin and to let the ghost inside finally come to rest. Uh, I hand that to uh, Agent Alton and just kind of give him a look. Uh, Jane, are you still here? (laughs) Am I? Um, you were in the kitchen. 
I don't know if you followed them to the cabin or not. No, I, mean, I just I just say that very loudly in the the main room uh, to make I, sure she has just like disappeared into the house. Uh, I I was going to go inspect other rooms. Okay, um, the other rooms that you have uh, a choice of is the bathroom and the bedroom. I'll inspect the bedroom. Um, the bedroom door is locked. I'll oh. kick it down. Well, wait. Okay. okay, we could try that key to see if maybe. Can I have you roll your strength times five? Strength times five. I make it thirty-four. Um, the lock shatters and the whole handle comes apart as the door swings open. Mm-hmm. The space it opens up to is only wide enough to accommodate the door itself, but otherwise it's completely empty. <laughs> as you stand there staring at it in surprise, the door swings slowly back shut and clicks as the newly reformed lock um, and handle secures everything in place. God damn it. Okay, I go back to the living room. I think that's Guys. the sand check. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can I have you roll your... Uh, I fail. Okay, so you take one point of sanity damage. Sweet. Because uh, doors <laughs> don't fix themselves. No, they don't. <laughs> and genuinely, they open to where they say they're going to open to. Yeah. I mean, it could just be the wrong sign, but... Mm-hmm. Uh... Johnson! Myth! Yeah? What is it? You, ah, uh, what? How's the search going? Uh, not well, not well. There, there are. Uh, Where's um? Oh fuck! The target he disappeared. Yeah, he disappeared. How? How does he just disappear? He just blinked out know. of existence. I mean, we're dealing with someone who's clearly connected to. Uh, I snatched the the, the return to sender note from. Altum and hand it to Jane or uh, Ada. What's it say? Um, um, it's the note from Garrett to his brother Jack, pleading him with to abandon the spooky old cabin and let the ghost inside finally come to rest. It's a fucking ghost story. Uh, <sighs> There's something here. Yeah. Um. Again, look be on the looking look out for something carved. That might be the source of contamination, but we Cough, should. I have a key. Uh, well, because he has a woodworking kit, and this cabin's made out of wood. He's um, carving something. How common are basements in that part of the country? I mean, he probably might have a storm cellar. Yeah, he might have some kind of cellar, but usually if you have a cellar, it would be. Outside. Um, yeah, outside. Did okay, you would have some like sort of things is, is not weird. And we, but like, we didn't see a cellar yeah. door. Yeah. Yeah. You wandered around the back and you didn't, you didn't see a cellar door. So, okay. If there's a basement, it would have to be somewhere inside. Right. I just wanted to make sure that that would be a possibility. Also, just because we didn't see a cellar door outside doesn't mean that the magical self repairing door house doesn't have a cellar. All right. First <laughs> um, off, come with me. We'll go to that door. I have a key. Let's see if it works on it. Um, I think that we should all stick together. That's what I'm saying. We all stick together, and I'll try the key. Uh, I'm, right. I want to pull up the bearskin rug. Uh, you want to pull up the bearskin rug? Yes. Oh, in the hallway? No, the one that's in the room that we're in. Oh, okay. okay. I thought that was... All right, yeah. Removing the rug reveals a door set in the floor itself. <laughs> Amusingly, it, too, has a placard. It reads, The Basement. There's a hole where a handle should be. 
Hooking a figure into it and pulling doesn't seem to help. You'll need something that can be inserted into the slot and help you lift the door. Additionally, there's a keyhole, but it doesn't seem to be connected to the door itself at all. Rather, it sits adjacent to the placard. Uh, when I, I discover the door, I just kind of look at the other two and give them the biggest shit-eating grin I can muster. Fuck off. <laughs> okay, we'll have to come back to this. Yeah. Um, I'll just check the key that I have on that lock just to see if it fits. Yeah, because of course the attic's going to go to the basement, well, right? That's, we, just, that's just what makes that sense, Process right? of elimination. That's just how it works. Process the, of attic, the attic key fits, but doesn't turn. Okay, so we're looking for another key that looks like this one. Uh, it's probably going to be labeled. I mean, Wait a second, I've like played this game before. When you try to turn it, there's like, there's like a force that pushes back on it. Right. Um... All right. No, there's like a force that pushes back on it when you try and turn it. <laughs> you put the key in the hole, and then a little finger pushes the key back out. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that's that's a thing. So we'll just have to come back. Put we'll have to put a pin on that, and uh, uh, let, let's try the let's try this other door first. I have to find some fucking gems to put okay. in my statue so you to try get the, the key goddamn key. In the bedroom door. Yeah, the one the self repairing uh, door. It doesn't. Uh, hmm? So about the door here, you should maybe, maybe you should. I was just here. Check this out. Uh, can I kick the door open again? Yeah, you can kick the door I, open again. I believed you the first time. You didn't have to tell me again. Do you want to kick the door open again? Yeah, I want to kick the door open again. Yeah, you just smash it open, and it fits into a uh, space that is literally exactly the dimensions of the door when it's open. Like it is a super tight fit, and then it swings itself shut and fixes itself. Could we see past it briefly? Yeah, it opens into a space big enough for the door, and that's yeah. it. Okay, it's there's nothing like a little <laughs> okay, all right, closet just for the door. All right, um, if I ever build my own house, I'm going to put one of if we those. Take the door off its hinges. Um, the key does not fit into this door. Lock. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, that solves that. Um, so either there's no um, like attic access like one of the like, little pull strings or anything like no. that in the hallway mm-hmm. right no and there's sh- physically there should not be an ab- attic in this building well there shouldn't be a cellar oh. either but you know or a basement but yeah sorry what were you gonna mm-hmm. say okay uh i will let's see here so we look yeah but i mean we'll go through and look at the roof in every room to make sure there's not some crazy attic door that we just happened to miss earlier where are you checking for the attic door we'll just go in every room i mean there's okay. not that all right places. bathroom next haven't checked there okay. so you want to go okay so do you want to poke around you don't want to poke around in the kitchen more you want to go to the bathroom i mean we'll, we're just looking for the attic door it can't take us more than a minute or two to just look up in every at every roof and okay see if there's an attic door um so the bathroom yeah this room is as unappealing as the rest of the house yet more so it contains the standard sink, medicine cabinet, toilet, and bathtub. The entire place looks like it could have seen better days, in stark contrast to the rather well-kept nature of the front of the cabin. The sink and the toilet don't look too bad, but the bathtub is nightmarish. Thick, blackish-brown stains coat the entirety of the inside, and it seems to spill out onto the floor. You can't imagine anyone has used it for bathing in quite some time. Uh, okay. Um... And there is nothing on the ceiling other than, like, you know, a light fixture. Okay. Uh, is there a mirror? 
Um, it's part of the medicine cabinet. Okay. I pop up in the medicine cabinet to see if there's like medication or anything. Okay. Daily use items make their appearance here. Headache medicine, shaving cream, razors, and a key. The label Ooh. states only for emergencies. Well, gentlemen, I'd say this is an emergency. Would you? I mean, this is... Would just, you not? I mean, we're thinking about the person who wrote that. That's Jack. Would Jack consider this an emergency? Hmm. So... You, what does a person make something for when it's for an emergency? Do you think they make it thinking, Oh, I'll only use this in case in an emergency. And if I don't use it during an emergency, everything goes to shit. No, usually, usually when something says only for an emergency, it's an expensive get-out-of-jail-free card, right? All right. Well, we don't know. Well, I, I consider myself. Uh, we don't know what he considers an emergency. Is my point, um, and we don't know Who what it will shit? do. Well, if we I'm we taking... can make things worse, you're like worse okay. than it. Yeah, I mean, we've lost the target. G- give me, give me the keys. Give me the keys. Both of them. The... Both of you. Yes. Okay. I oh, please! The... Like you're the one that's the most level-headed in this situation. Mister looks at a head and faints. <laughs> Just, just hand me the keys, please. Fucking fine. Cry baby. All right, I, I will hold up the keys and compare them. They're completely different keys. Okay. Uh, I kind of want... I'll hand the keys back to their respective finders, and I'm going to go look in the oven. You want to go look in the oven? Yeah. So you've decided the bathtub is interesting. Okay. Um, the oven is just a regular oven. I mean, like you kind of have to pull, finish pulling the door off because it's not attached very well. And the inside is just like a bunch of soot. Okay, I want to like pat around, make sure there's not another hidden key it in is here. Super gross in here. You're just getting your gloves dirty. Uh-huh. I wipe it off on the wall. Um. <laughs> okay, is anybody going to look in the bathtub while I'm? Digging around in an oven. Yep. The eager covering the bathtub is disgusting. It's dried now, but you get the idea that it was rather greasy or oily. There's a familiar coppery smell to it, and you can't help but assume the worst. Curiously, the drain seems to be clogged with some kind of foreign object. Yes, curiously. <laughs> what does the foreign object look like? Um, kind of hard to tell. It looks like a handle that you might be able to grasp. Like something that could fit uh, in the Somebody wants door. to take the effort to try and I pull it out. I frown, reach in, and grasp the handle. <laughs> okay. It takes some effort to wrench free, but there's a meat hook buried in the drain. Okay. It's rusted, but the eker on it is fresher than what's dried in the tub. There's something stuck to it, rolled up and speared by the hook. Of course there is. Right. Do you want to examine it? Yeah. It turns out to be eager-covered paper, possibly oh. something related to vellum. There's writing etched into it, like it was done by a series of jabs or scratches with a short blade. It seems to tell a fragment of a larger story told in a very clinical account of a terminal and sudden-onset cancer. Huh. All right. Uh-huh. Well, I take the paper off, grab the hook, gesture it to or at uh, Holton. Alton? Okay. So you turn to gesture to your friends, and then you realize that you're not exactly standing in the bathroom anymore. You're not 100% sure where you're standing. There's a methodical beeping noise, just like a beep, 
beep, beep like a heart monitor. And you can actually see that now. There's a heart monitor and there's an IV and there's a bed. You're in some kind of room, like in a hospital. There's a big bay window that opens out to look at the city. And of course, there's a locked, or not a locked, but like a closed door behind you. And you find that you're standing in this hospital room with a old, like an older looking woman uh, laying on the bed. And she doesn't seem to be doing very well. Her breathing is very ragged. And as you look down, you notice that you're holding her hand. Okay. Okay. I know this isn't how we expected things to go, but I'm glad you came down to see me. Mm, You know, the way your brother was talking, I didn't think you'd want to come back, but you don't really get on good terms with him anymore, do you? No, no. It's, I mean, can you blame me for what he did? Jack, someday you've got to learn to let that go. Look, by my count of things, I was in the right. What? Maybe I should get another opinion on it. What's your account of things? You decided to be a writer. Garrett wanted to be a politician. There's just not money in writing horror books. I mean, you're such a smart kid, Jack. Couldn't you have... (coughs) (coughs) I'm sorry. Couldn't you have worked on... I don't know, something more hopeful? What? what? Hopeful or not, why couldn't he become a politician if I'm a writer? I don't see the issue here. No, no one wants to read your books anymore, Jack. People have had it with all of the scary stuff. I... I don't care. You get that stubborn streak from your father. Well, he's dead and gone, so someone needs to be stubborn, don't they? He... he died? When? (coughs) Sorry, he was just here. He was hit by a car. And then you hear that, like, Weird voice, like, <laughs> super fucking irritating. He's like, "God, damn it! Do I need to give you stage direction or something? Like, have it? Nobody fucking dies in this scene." Well, clearly you didn't read the stage directions because, as I have it, your father just died. <laughs> I thought all the all of you, maybe you would have some kind of clever ideas, but you're just. Fucking everything up! Fucking what up? As far as I know, we're up here to get some drugged up Arthur off of his... <laughs> get some drugged up Arthur out of his cabin and possibly kill him. Oh, no, no, no. The only one dying in this scene is gonna be you. And That's then a shitty scene! Jack is just there, and he's holding oh. a very clean and very menacing looking meal. Oh... <laughs> Oh, no. All right. I'm going to try to go down fighting. Okay. Uh, That's a 68. I barely make uh, my unarmed combat check. Uh, Okay, so you sucker punch him. uh, And you feel like it would have worked out great uh, had it not been for the fact that he's armed and you're not. And he seems to be some kind of killer ghost man. 
because uh, your punch connects with him, oh. and he barely seems to feel it. But uh, that meat hook, you can definitely feel that as it enters in the side of your neck and just completely rips out your jugular. You fall to the ground, and you're staring upwards at the hospital ceiling as you're bleeding out, and you can feel that hook pierce into your flesh and hook under your collarbone. And then you're just being dragged out of the hospital room and out of the hospital completely. The ceiling kind of shifts into like more of like a wood grain and it almost kind of feels like you're back in the cabin. And then you wake up in the cabin. You're lying on the floor of the bathroom. I um, bolt up. <laughs> to uh, everybody else in the bathroom, she was going to turn around and hand you something and then she just collapsed to the ground. All right. I try to catch her. Um, and, uh, oh, fuck. Okay. Oh, All right. Whoa. whoa. No, no. We, we need to get the fuck out of here. Uh, this is... No. Okay. We can't go. Why? Why can't we go? Because we're clearly contaminated by whatever he's doing, and we just make it worse. Fuck. Yeah. All right. We need to find that fucker and take him apart piece by piece. Yeah, what happened? I okay, blacked out. I was in some sort of hospital with his, his sad mum who's dying of cancer. She said something about how he and his brother didn't get along. How mm-hmm. Jack wanted uh, Gavin, whatever his name is, his brother wanted him to go into politics. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a confusing family situation, but he seems like he's trying to get us to play a part. Did he appear? Did Jack appear? Yes, yes. Oh, God, yes. Slipped a fucking meat hook right into my neck. Okay, so that's the same pattern that happened to uh, Johnson. Yes, yes. So, connecting, Ugh. picking up, reading some piece of paper connected to violence. Uh, you know, dead body, meat hook. Seems to be a way, but why is he making us relive his life? Like, why are we trying to retell his personal story? That's... that's- I don't know why yeah. his story. You'd think he'd want to tell a different Well, or he wants story. to fix his story. He wants to change how his life is written. He wants to increase the pathos or make it happier or make the other people in his... But he, you're, you're playing him. So he's not happy with how he did in that life. He wants us to be actors for him. Um doesn't seem as far as I can tell, he wanted me to do what he did. Wait, he wants us to be him, he's trying to make us into him. Why? Well, because if the world is only him, then he doesn't have to worry about being a failure anymore. It's like, is this some sort of fucked up being John Malkovich situation? Yeah, I think so, kinda. Uh, we're, we're, he wants us to, 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 he wants to erase us and make us into copies of him. Uh, or that to, just doesn't. I don't. Yeah. I. I that does. That sounds a little. Maybe too we need more information, but we need to. All right. Only for emergencies, I'd say it's a no, fucking no, no, emergency. No, no. The, the meat hook. The meat hook. Uh, we could try and use that to open the basement door. Right. Right. Yes, but your key didn't work. Well, there's just that hole in it. Maybe we can just pull it open with the meat hook. All right. Meat hook first. Key next. Yeah. Okay, so you don't want to try the key on any place you want to go do the meat hook? Well, I mean, yes. the key, the, the emergency key, only there's only two keyholes that we found, the basement. I've got an the, idea for another keyhole. What? Every house has a lock, doesn't it? Oh, the outside lock? 
Um, yeah, we could try and use it around the front door. I mean, we, you could also try the bedroom door. Yeah. So there's technically three locks we could try. Uh, but let's try the basement first. Um, first there's two locks. There's the bedroom door and the basement door. There's no front. Uh, okay. there's the no front, front side just bolts shut from the inside. Okay. okay. Perfect. All right. Let's try the basement first. Let's because uh, from what I remember, the basement door has a hole in it that we could just pull open if we use the meat hook. It sounds like. Here's how it's going to go down. I'm going to insert the meat hook, try to open the door. The two of you are going to be standing to my left and right, guns ready. No. Sounds good? Yeah. Okay, great. So you insert the meat hook, and it does actually swing into the thing. And when you get it in there, it clicks against something, like there was some kind of mechanism that was holding the basement doors shut. Mm-hmm. But with the meat hook, it just trips that, and you can lift them up, and it reveals a pair of stairs that head downwards. Right. Gentlemen first. <laughs> Damn it. Flashlight and gun ready. I'm getting too old for this shit. Uh, the stairs down into the basement are dark and dusty. They creak horribly, ominously even. The basement is small, more a cellar dug into the dirt than anything else. It's a sight to be sure. There's a workbench, a locker against one wall, a tarp on the floor, and very, very little else. The walls are stacked with brick to keep out the dirt, and they must be as old as the cabin itself. Maybe this space would have been used to keep chilled food, because it's certainly cold down here. The heat from the rest of the house doesn't seem to penetrate. Okay. Um, Ada, are you staying up top, just in case something, you know, closes the trap door? Oh, yeah, keep some, yeah maybe put a... What idea! Gladly! Uh, maybe someone should stay on the stairs, like, halfway in each one, to make sure that no one can sneak up on us. Uh, all right, old man, you get that job. All right. Uh, and I'm going to search around the basement. Okay. Um, the obvious things that you can investigate are the workbench, the tarp, and the locker. Well, let's go look at the tarp. A tarp lays on the floor opposite the bench. It's covered in a dried Icarus substance. (laughs) Well... That solves that question. Um, Do you want to fuck with it at all? uh, I'm going to lift it up. See if there's anything underneath it. Underneath the tarp on the concrete floor is a phrase card repeatedly, hundreds of times. Need better stories. Uh, Here we go. It's written by the queer community. Hell. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you sure do, buddy. Uh, I'm gonna drop the tarp. Okay. Uh, let's go look at the. Let's go look at the workbench. Okay. Against one wall is the workbench. It looks like something you'd use as a carpenter or maybe as a hunter. It's a thick, sturdy table with a few clamps attached to it. The dried blood on it is unmistakable, and there's more than a dozen deep scores along the surface. The bench is well used. Something about it seems odd. Can I have you roll search? Why sure. Uh, well, that's bad. Uh, 91 out of 70. There's something wrong with this bench, but you can't figure out what it is. Take a smarter man than me to figure this out. Um, yeah, I'm going to look. Is it, um, does it have like drawers on it or is it just like a tabletop and then open underneath just like on legs? Yeah, like it's like, but like it's like a thick kind of tape. Like it's got one of those like um, 
like skirts or whatever. You know, like there's like wood that comes down. Right, like, right. It's not just a yeah. Okay. Um, I want to look like up underneath the the workbench, kind of see if there's um, anything yeah. inside Feeling of it. Around underneath it, um, you don't feel like there's anything taped to it or anything like that. Okay. Um. Do any of the like score marks in the the top like form any sort of like symbols or anything like that, or is it just random? They don't seem to have, yeah, they don't seem to form any recognizable pattern. Okay. Uh, you can always have a friend kind of help you look too. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna head. Go uh, fuck yourself. I can. I can. I'll. We'll. We'll. I'll yeah. switch places with uh with him and uh search myself. Yeah. Okay. Nope, I failed too. <laughs> it was fifty percent. Uh, you fucking idiots! All well, right. I mean, you can try. Uh, and what is this? Alertness. Search. Search. And what is my search? Twenty. Yeah, I make that with an eleven. Yeah. Okay. Um, some scuff marks on the floor suggest that the table has been turned around. Huh. All right. Okay. Muscle, flip it, I say, and then flip it myself. Okay. Um, There's a drawer here. And inside the pull-out drawer of the workbench is a ledger simply labeled Library Stories. It's a huge list of volume numbers filling up the hundred or so pages of the ledger. Many are crossed out with a red pen. Library Stories. Library Stories. Huh. Hmm. Um... What data does it have about those stories? Sorry. Uh, it's just the volume numbers. Okay. And a lot of them have been crossed out with a red pen. Did, we didn't see huh. any books upstairs that had like... Um... No, they're not ISBN numbers. Okay. Well, I mean, there weren't any like handwritten journals or books nope. labeled volume one, two, or three, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, all right. Do, do, do. Um, hmm... That's an interesting problem. Uh, what do we do? Um, and there's no other information. Um, is there anything else in the cellar? There's the locker. Oh, uh, is the locker unlocked? Or uh, It's a metal locker locked by a symbol padlock. If you want to investigate it, you'll need a means of opening it. Uh, try the key. or Yeah, key? try both what keys. Um, the keys well, do not fit into the lock. Okay. Are there... Uh... So padlock, how many how many number combination is this? It's a key. That's a really simple one. If so somebody like, has criminology, you could attempt to open it that way. I have criminology. Like okay. cracking it. Uh, I don't think I have criminology. Let me see. Actually. I, uh, I have criminology at 70. Oh, I have criminology at 50. Well, you're the criminal here, it looks like. Yep. Uh, give it a shot. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm rolling really bad today. Uh, yeah. I do not make it. I'll give it a try. Okay. Uh, that is a 15! Uh, okay, yeah, um, it's, it's kind of janky, but you managed to figure out the the combination by holding your ear up to it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you you click it off and you open it. And neatly arranged on the rows of shells inside the locker are pieces of human bodies. Arms, legs, and bits of torso are organized categorically. And it's hard to tell exactly how many people this locker contains. Curiously, the skin of many of these pieces seem to be flayed, pulled back from this flesh. Can I have you roll another sanity check? Yep. 
I fail. <laughs> okay, you take one point of sanity damage because this dude is literally just keeping fucking lockers of people. Why? Uh, okay. <sighs> They're flayed too, right? Yes, like the skin has been deliberately cut away from the flesh and peeled back. Right. Um, so somebody can investigate that if they would like to. Um, sure. What skill would that be? Forensics, probably. Um, yeah, forensics or just search would be okay. Right. I'll let you roll whatever you feel like. Get at it. I make search. The peeled black flesh contains markings on the underside of the skin, likely made with a sharp object. Oh, like woodworking tools. In a in a crude and scrawling hand, they contain words that spell out clinical accounts of everyday life. Here's an example of the kind of things they say. 30 years old. Male. Investigating the cabin on suspicions of insurance fraud. Unaware that night is inside. Ambushed easily, bled out within seconds of receiving a knife wound to the neck. Uh. Huh. How many body parts are there? How many bodies would this put together? Uh, easily a dozen or more. Jeez. Jesus. That's there must be parts somewhere else, because uh, obviously like the whole bodies aren't in here, but like... There's a lot of right hands and things like that. Okay. Like it can't all come from the same person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the kind of thing. I, yeah. All right. Yeah. We just need to kill this guy. Um. Maybe if we destroy these writings, that would weaken his power. Um. What the fuck? What so, are you talking about? I'm just. Also, thinking- you turn around to suggest your plan of attack to your friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not in the basement anymore. You're kind of just in like, it's kind of like a pleasantly looking like apartment room, but like, it's like really, really small. And it's like kind of like a studio, but like a little bit nicer and a little bit shittier at the same time. There's like a couch. There's like a table with a bowl of like old looking candies in it. And then it starts to dawn on you that maybe this is kind of like an assisted living facility or like maybe a hospice or something like that. It's like a, like a, furnished apartment for maybe that kind of thing um there's like a counter with a couple cupboards and there's like chips or whatever on it but you're standing by a bed and there's a man laying in the bed and he doesn't mean anything to you you don't think you've seen him anywhere before but he's looking at you like very intently and he's it he's working his mouth like he's trying to say something to you and it takes him a little while before he finally coughs out jack Father, you were right. My brother was right. I was a fool. I was wrong. Writing horror novels was so bad of me. I can't believe I wasted my life like that. If only I had gone into <laughs> politics like my brother. Uh, I was such a fool. And I would just put my heart into this. Uh, just, just, oh, I, w- I can't believe I, I've, I've gone insane from spending so much time in the woods. Uh, I need. Yeah. Is that why you finally came to see me? Yes. You finally saw better of it. Yes, I did. Uh, I was I was a fool to write these novels. I I I, I can't <laughs> believe I did this, Jack. I'm so Jack, sorry. Yeah. I don't have much time left, Jack. But I hope you can patch things up with your brother. You know, take him up to that cabin you're always at. You know, do one of those fishing trips you used oh, to when you were younger. Shit. Uh, yes, that's, uh, I'll do it for you, father. I'll do it for you. Have you ever read a fucking book in your life? Uh, isn't this what you wanted? 
This is not, no one's going to want this. Nobody can. How is this narratively interesting? Because it's his, uh, it's part of his character arc. He's real. What real- character arc? What leading up to this would let you to believe this is how it goes down? Well, it's all, well, if there's a problem, God, it's with this script. Amateurs. Next time, you're going to be better. Next time, you'll all be a little bit smarter. A craftsman, a poor craftsman blames his tools, not himself. Uh, it's your fault. Tools. Yeah. Would you like to see a tool? <laughs> Marshall, I got. I I jump out the window. Uh, I I run. I I just yeah. So you defenestrate yourself, which is unfortunate (laughs) because you're on the tenth story. Oh no! And you fall, and you fall, and you smash into a car below. But like, it's not the end of your existence. You're kind of just laying there, and you can't move, and you're all smashed up and bleeding. And then you see. Jack lean over you and he's holding that meat hook. Yeah. And he's like, you're a failure, Marshall. Maybe the next one wasn't going to be so shitty. And he digs the meat hook into your throat and then he's pulling you off the car and he's pulling you along the ground and you're looking up at the sky and then you're looking up at the ceiling to the cabin and then he's pulling you and you're being pulled out of the cabin and you're going across the porch and down the walk and then he lifts you and throws you and you land in a pile of something in the snow staring up at the night sky and you wake up in the basement everyone else it looks like he was gonna turn around and talk to you and then he just collapsed to the floor hey 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 alton alton uh i made my sanity check uh i went ahead and did that but um so uh yeah yeah it happened to me too your idea, turn. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. What 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 did you see? Uh, Put it together. The father dying in a nursing home. Uh I tried to go into it to to, to reconcile, but that's not what he wanted. He didn't explain. So what, what does he want then? He doesn't explain. He just thinks he blames others for his failures. Um mm. so maybe and given his propensity for violence, maybe he just wants us to punish his family. Um go all fucking, you know, nine inch nails on music video on them. Uh I don't know what the fuck that is. Alright. Well, um yeah. We still don't right. know how to stop. All right, it. Well, is this an emergency? Yeah, I mean we could I mean uh, we're we're for we don't have any other ideas. Um Great. Yeah. Uh uh-huh. let's try it on the bedroom door. Okay. So you use the emergency key on the bedroom and the door unlocks. Uh, Mm -hmm. And when you open it, it opens into a small cramped room, barely more than two broom closets put together. There's a bed here, of course, and a small nightstand. Mm -hmm. The covers are disturbed, suggesting that this bed at least sees use for what it's intended. Really, the oddest thing in here is the pages and pages of paper nailed to the wall. Uh, uh, Okay. Uh, I... Uh, is there a page I can inspect that does not have writing on it? Uh, no. I take one for the team. Okay. The papers remind you of dried animal skin, perhaps. Yep. Incredibly old and breached white. There's maybe six dozen nailed to the wall in total, but together or alone, they don't make any sense. They're fragments of a larger story, or maybe multiple stories. They're described a battle with chi- they are describing a battle with childhood illness on some pages, 
the deterioration of a woman battling with cancer, and many unsuccessful meetings with someone called the storyteller. Hmm. If you would like to rule um, like bureaucracy or like libraries or something like that, you yes, can know. bureaucracy. Okay, fourteen. Uh, okay, and so investigating the papers further, the storyteller seems to be the only clear thread. While these pages seem pulled from at least three stories involving unrelated characters, the storyteller is a figure that remains constant in each of them. Specifically, there's an emphasis on either meeting the storyteller or having just met the storyteller. The pages don't describe hmm. anything that happened in these meetings. Interesting. Hmm. But never... So it's always either leading up to or having come from. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Is there an attic access here? No. Um, but you can check out the nightstand in the bed. I will look at the nightstand. The nightstand has a to-do list written on it with some items checked off. The checked items include clean the fridge, lock the attic, tidy up in the library, replace kitchen placard. The item that is yet to be finished says, set the table for my guests. Huh. Um... I want to go out into the hallway and take a look at the placards mm-hmm. um, and see if any of them look like they might be able to like come off. I, yeah, you can pull them off. Okay. Uh, yeah. Notes, yeah. So which, which one do you want to remove the kitchen or the bathroom? Uh, the bathroom. All right. Um, um, so you pull the door closed and you pull off the placard and it comes off easily. Okay. Um, does it say anything on the opposite side? No. Can I grab a pen? Or no, I want to grab the woodworking tools. <laughs> and I'm going to carve attic into the placard and replace okay. it. You carve attic and then you replace it. Do you want to open the door now? Yes. It opens, but there's like a force pushing back on it. And the letters seem to burn, and they burn themselves completely out until the placard is consumed and the door shuts itself. And you feel like there's a place that it wants to go to, but you've gotten the address wrong. Okay. Um, let's try the... Whatchamacallit? The okay. basement. Well, the the only other one was the kitchen placard, I thought. There's a placard for each door. No, there's uh, a placard on each door. Oh, okay. What do you want to do with the basement placard? I want to do the, the same thing. Right, add a comment and put it in there? Yeah. Okay, do you want to do anything with the keyhole? Yeah, put the key in. The attic key. Yeah. I'll, I'll call them into the living room. Uh, before he does that, say, I'm going to toss the bed, see if there's anything under it. or uh, Underneath the bed is boxes and boxes of files. The boxes themselves are categorized by date, going backwards from present date to almost seven years ago. Um, this will take a significant amount of investigation. What's the present day one say? Um, you would have to like look through the boxes. Oh, they're not. It's Do you not, want to look not, through the boxes? It's not listed. It's not sorted by date. I can't just look at the la- latest entry or whatever. No, it's not sorted by date. Okay. Uh, okay. We'll put a pin on that and come back to that. So, okay. Uh, so you put your attic placard into the basement door. Uh huh. Um, this time when you put the attic key in, it actually turns, but when you go to open it, like it's like shuttered and it like kind of vibrates. And then the placard does the thing where it burns itself out again. It's it's like you have half of the puzzle. Hmm. Huh. Okay. 
maybe the placard goes in a different spot, but the key still opens this part. Well, there's another place with the key. That's the bedroom. Or with Can I have you roll inspiration? Uh, Just idea times five or intelligence times five for yes. idea. Okay. Uh, I'm rolling really badly today. Um, Eighty-two out of fifty. I'm yeah. I'm dumb. You feel like you have the pieces. You feel like it has something to do with the placard. You feel like it has something to do with the key. It's just when you write attic, it's not working, and you don't know what's wrong with the word. I mean, the the, the label on the key says attic, right? The label on the key says attic. Okay, so it's the same. The label on the to-do list said attic. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, the attic? I mean, maybe it's... Uh, let's see. I mean, maybe we could look through those files to give us more information. Um, uh, there's uh, not a yeah. A gut is there? There's not. So the last thing on the to do list was set table for the guests, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the to do list again in order is clean the fridge, lock the attic, tidy up in the library, replace the kitchen cl- placard, and set the table for my guests. The library. Yeah, but that's just a bookshelf. Um... No, 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 no. Like, maybe there's a different room that's supposed to be the library, not this room. Oh, the the attic is the library, and so we need to call it the library, even though it's attic on the key. Um, I don't quite know if that's the case, but give it a try. All right, let's. I'll go to the bedroom door, mm-hmm. and uh. Put the library on its placard and see if it opens up to a different room. All right. So you, you make a placard that says the library. Uh-huh. Okay. So the door opens up into a new room and it opens up into a sprawling library in the purest sense of the word. The doorway you've come from appears to be set into nothing. From all directions sprawled out around you are floors and shelves and floors and shelves and floors and shelves and stairs and shelves. Overhangs and nooks and alleys of nothing but books. It's endless with no real architectural pattern or reasoning. There's no discernible, no distinguishing features or landmarks, like a word populated only by tomes of indecipherable age. And you roll sanity. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I rolled okay there. That's 43. That's a pass. Uh, If you fail, um, take two sanity damage. Okay. I made it. Oh, boy. On the ground, I. Yeah, On the ground at your feet is a length of knotted rope. It meanders outwards, splitting in several directions, deeper into the library. Grab the rope. Don't let go. Follow the rope. Alright, so the things that you still have that you have not investigated are the files you pulled out of the bedroom, and then obviously the library itself. Um... Can I grab a book off the shelf? Just just a book close to you? Any book. Yeah. Uh, It's got a name on it. Um, I figured I'm specifically, I'm interested in the paper. Um, the paper is, looks like, like bleached white vellum, like, like really, really old vellum. And it, it appears to clinically and in excruciating detail, tell the story of the person whose name is written on the cover. I glance at the books surrounding it. Are there 
what's what's the is it possible to uh, infer the organizational system? Um, there is an eight-digit number um, that you remember seeing things like that on the ledger that you found right. in the basement. But like, as far as organization, like either there is no order or is it? It's an order beyond your comprehension. Okay. Do we have like it's not arranged alphabetically? The numbers don't line up. There's no corresponding between the names and the letters or in the numbers. It's okay. my neighborhood of where they live, so you know. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> don't what? you know the Dewey Decimal System? <laughs> that doesn't exist. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Uh, there were numbers on the ledger that weren't crossed out, right? Yes. How many? Uh, a lot. A lot. <clears throat> oh. The exact number is immaterial. Okay. Uh, so do well. you want to go library diving, or do you want to do research on the files you found in the bedroom? Library diving seems f- final. Let's uh, do a little research. All right. So Ross sounds like he wants to do research. Raw really wants to research. Yeah. He wants to raw search. Right. Can somebody it's... use like um one of your paperwork skills then on the boxes Fuck of files? Yeah. Sure. Uh, 41. Yep. I don't know if that works for me. Bureaucracy 41. Yeah. Same. Okay. The files seem to be accounts of the exploration of two rooms inside the cabin, neither of which you've seen, well, one of which you've seen now, and which there doesn't appear to be physical space for. The accounts mostly mention the library and the stories contained inside. Some of them are gruesome, but mostly mundane. The books appear to be only biographies, which Knight was reading through and keeping notes on. And then from your second test, most of the books are uninterested tonight, but a few seem to be biographies of serial killers. As he describes the lives of the people the books write about, you can't help but notice similarities to some of his recently published works. Was he copying the lives of these horrific killers? You need to dig further to be sure. So I'm going to need one more um, of your paperwork skills. All right. Do, do, do. Yep. The investigation to the books and Knight's notes on them seems to hit a fever peak when he found an unfinished volume with his own name on it. The notes become unintelligible after that. Though he has recorded for months afterwards, you can no longer distinguish what the symbols scrawled in these journals even mean. Hmm. So that's He sim- found his own book uh yeah so they don't correspond to any known language or alphabet mm-hmm. okay all right i guess we'll take that uh in case we need you know um did, was is the entire book written like that or did it like gradually change from english to that alien cipher so he's been keeping notes on the books he's found like these aren't actually the books he's found okay but like yeah like as they go grow closer to the present day like it He's still dating them, and you can read the dates, but like the actual like entries is in a language that you can't understand. Okay, if it is a language, right? I mean, it it has like consistent patterns and stuff like that. I mean, it doesn't look like. I mean, if you want to spend a long time trying to figure out what it says, yeah, I'm not a cryptographer, so do I have cryptography? That would probably. <laughs> I might have. Uh, that would be like a special skill. Oh okay. yeah, that's right. Or um, what was the other room? or Sigint? Yeah, maybe. Sigint, but I don't know Sigint. Um, the two rooms it mentions are the attic and the library. Okay, so probably the attic is accessible through the library. It's, uh, it would seem that way. Yeah, so that's but okay. like, how the fuck do we get to the attic through this? This 
Yeah. Well, we followed a rope. <laughs> like you said, there was a knotted rope at our feet, right? Can uh-huh. you just pick it up and follow it and see where it leads? Yeah. So do you do you want to follow Thessius's breadcrumbs? Uh, yep. We'll fo- we'll 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 hold on to that thread. I'm sure nothing bad will happen to us. Oh, you mean this I... plot thread? <laughs> yes. Can I have you roll one d six? Okay. okay. I got a three. Okay. Um, the rope meanders through the various parts of the library until it comes to a specific shelf where it ends at a book. Uh, it's a biographical history of someone named Garrett Knight. It contains no publishing information on the inside cover, but there is a handwritten scrawl and a permanent marker saying, I'm sorry. The text covers the entire history and life of Garrett, including inconsequential moments. It's written from a weird perspective and tone, both emotional and clinical all at once. Um, flip to the end. What, how, how does the, like, what's the last, what happens to him? Does it go past wait, uh, the future? Like what, what is the, uh, I look to see the end to see if it goes into the future. Like we know what the day there's, was. Yeah. There's a ton of blank pages, Okay, but like when you read a page and flip and it's blank, if you flip back and then you wait a while, you can flip and that page now has text on it. And it just seems to be filling itself out and chronicling what Garrett's doing at the moment. Okay. So it's like really simple things. Like he's brushing his teeth. Wow. He's to bed. Okay. He's sleeping. He's uh, sleeping. He's sleeping. Okay. So he's still, okay. So it's still being written. It's not, it's not over. Uh, I flip to mm-hmm. the beginning and look around to see if there's any signs of someone tampering or altering the text. Uh, not other than the permanent marker saying, I'm sorry. Okay. Huh. What do we do with this? Um, what if you tear a page out? Uh, yeah. Did I see any pa- look like where there was a page torn out at the beginning? Or it does some- not look like there are pages taken torn out, but you could tear pages out if you want. Uh, yeah. Flip towards the beginning and try and find a page with Jack in it as well. How? What? What person is it written in? A uh, third person. I'm going to pull a pen out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, what and, and so what's the most recent thing that is written? Like he's, he's sleeping. sleeping. Uh, okay. And I'm going to write. Uh, he wakes up. Mm-hmm. He gets in his car. Mm-hmm. Uh, he starts driving, and I'm going to see if that, like. If it resolves itself, like, or if it's just like, it it just continues it with it. he's sleeping. It, it, no, it it continues on with him driving. It continues on with him being confused about why he got in the car or where he's going. Fuck. <laughs> okay, so in, in um, does it look yeah. like her handwriting uh, when when she made the changes, or did it like change to look like the text of the book? It's her handwriting, okay. but the text that follows it is the text of the book. So we can see when someone edited it in there. Uh, yes. It okay, so flip flip previously and see if there's any other handwritten changes. No. Okay. So, all right. I've got an idea. Just There are I other don't... places that the knotted rope goes to. That okay. This is just where you ended up first. Interesting. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's go to the next one. Okay. Is there something you wanted to do to the book first? Um, either unless you want to drive him to come here to have a confrontation with his brother, you should tell him, have him go back to sleep, have him go home and go back to sleep. 
Yeah, I think that. Yeah, don't just tell him to go back to sleep because that would end poorly. Yeah. Uh. Uh. He recalls the ghost. Uh, that he mentioned in the cabin. Okay. So he pulls over and he has a really pensive moment. And then he's thinking back over his childhood with Jack and how he feels like he buried, he bullied his brother and all he was doing was trying to help um, all the times he gave him money or paid for bus fare. Like he really felt like he was supporting his brother when really all he was doing was driving him away. Jack starts to tear, or Garrett starts to tear up sitting in the wheel of his car alone. <laughs> wow. Does it say what okay, the ghost so. actually is? I think that was the ghost. Okay. Just his bad. The ghost right. of his guilt. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. Let's go see where the rope goes next. Okay. Roll a d6. Yeah. Ignore result of three. Okay. Uh, six. Uh, okay. You come along to a book that doesn't look like it, any of the others in the library. And you can't tell if it was brought in or if it was always here. Um, the book is covered in a strange, pale white material, somewhat resembling vellum. Would you like to continue reading it? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the majority of the book is in some kind of indecipherable code, while pages in other languages seem to have been inserted after the fact as a guide. It hurts your eyes to read, and a careful examination of the text and diagrams causes that pain to extend ever backwards behind your eyes and into your brain. The most you can come to understand before the book becomes unbearable is that it concerns the nature of agreements, pacts, summoning, and binding of ancient and powerful creatures. Um, okay. and if you read it, you take one sanity damage. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, is there one creature in there called the Storyteller? Or something connected to that? Maybe. It would take a long time to... Read through the cross notes and check. Okay. This seems more like it's a general manual on how to contact and speak with these creatures than maybe not so specifically um, like particular ones. Okay. Interesting. Uh, let's hold on to this one in case we have to destroy it. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, keep going. Uh, keep rolling a d6. Ignore three. Yes, please. All right. Uh, six. This dice is weighted. Uh, five. Okay. So you come along to stuff that's not books. It's just like a box full of wooden placards. There's a bunch of wooden placards left here, some carved and some not. They have very mundane room names carved into them, like bedroom, basement, and kitchen. Is there an attic? There's not an attic. Hmm. Damn it. Uh, all right. So we know where that is if we need backup placards. Uh, hmm? let's see here. <laughs> Just start shoving placards in my pockets. Uh, one. <laughs> um, okay. So you come across another specific book. This particular book has singe marks on the cover in the pages, like it's been placed in a fire more than once. The smoke damage makes it unreadable, but the cover suggests that it's the book of someone named Adrian Knight. Is that his, is that his mother's name? Yes. Okay. Uh, and looking through the pages, that you we can't read any of it anymore. No, it's been too badly burned. Okay. Huh. Okay. You uh, want to flip a coin to see where the last one is? Uh, well, there's two left, I think. Two and yes. four. Yeah. Yeah. So flip uh, a coin to see where where you go next. Uh, four. 
Uh, okay. So this comes to another specific book. Um, the pages of this book have been torn out and replaced with new ones. There's a few short pages, all handwritten. They contain ramblings about a vastness and emptiness that exists somewhere or maybe some when. The raving script attempts to explain its location, offering with referencing its beauty. Towards the end of the text, there's descriptions of an inhabitant of this place. The text is fawning with lots of purple prose describing the inhabitant, but nothing to explain who or what it might be. The very last page contains only two lines of text, one above the other. The bottom line is a series of symbols that almost hurt to look at. Above it is scrawled two words in quotations. The attic. Oh, good. Fuck! All right. Okay. Uh... So it's those symbols we need. That's the. Yep. That's the. I will copy the symbols onto the back of a placard. Okay. Okay. Well, we have to hang it on a door uh, before it activates. But now we have it. Yeah. All right. Or do the symbols match the ones that he was writing that his research turned into? Like, is does it look? Yeah, it seems like it's a similar kind of script. Okay. All right. Uh, last uh destination on the rope. Okay. Um, so the last place that the rope leads to is a book labeled Russell Knight, and huge gouges mar this book. The cuts are very deep. That must be his father. Um, what is it? Is it um, unreadable? It's unreadable. Hmm. Okay. Do um. Okay. So are the russell and adrian knight books closer to each other on like the floors or bookcases or whatever than say the um garrett knight books it's really hard to like measure distance in this place okay oh god now there's, there's hell creatures <laughs> this... <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, forgive funny. my son uh that's fine so we will um head back out yep let's, let's, okay let's go let's all go to the attic let's all so go no sooner have you stepped out of the library um then all of you blink your eyes and you're slowly slowly waking up inside a dark room uh, it seems to be completely featureless you feel like there must be a floor but everything is just a yawning black emptiness you are sitting down, all of you, in chairs, which you seem to be tied to. It's secured okay. by your arms and legs and neck as you're just sort of stuck in these chairs. And you're vaguely facing each other in like a, or kind of like a semicircle, like you're all sitting to watch some kind of presenter. Um, and you are all looking at Jack, who looks extremely upset. Just... Couldn't leave well enough alone, could you? Always just poking around in my shit. I gave you one specific job, and none of you did it right. Get, f- fuck you! What do you mean? What do you mean one specific job? Was it so hard to just spice up the story a little? Just maybe like try a little bit, you know, do a little role playing. What are you? What are you talking about? You're all so fucking droll. I just. That's not what that word means. <laughs> what, what what stage direction did you want to give us? What are you trying Steve. to what 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 are you trying to get? Oh, out I'm of done this? with that now. 
I'm just going to go straight to the source. And so he walks over uh, to uh, Marshall Brandt and Mm -hmm. grabs you kind of like behind the ear and just pulls and lifts up the entirety of your face, just like opens it like he's opening a book. And on the inside, like written into your flesh and written into the underside of your skin are all these words. And he pulls out a knife and just starts digging around in it and oh. changing the letters and writing new things. Um, can you make sanity tests? Oh! Yeah, that's fair. Uh. <laughs> I crit failed. <laughs> I pass, actually. Uh, okay. If you pass, you take two. Okay. If you fail, okay. you take three. And if you crit failed, um, you take an extra d4 on top of that. Okay. Great. All right, let me figure it out. Let me grab my D4. Uh, that's three. Okay. So he's, like, digging around and, like, mating things, and it, and then things just sort of, like, blur, and they make no sense, and, and like, your sensations kind of mesh together, and then all of you are just standing outside of the door to the library like nothing had happened. Uh, do we remember that that just happened? Yep. I turn... I turn to Johnson. Um, what? All right. Uh, yeah, he can. Work. What? What did he do to me? What did he do to me? He tortured you uh, pretty badly. Yeah, he tortured you. Why don't you just stand right there, John? Um, you're... um. Do I still have the placard? Mm-hmm. You still have the placard, Alden. Yeah. Say we keep an eye on Johnson. <laughs> I think we're all at risk here. Um, he's he's going to keep torturing us until we're, you know, babbling piles of meat on the ground. Um, so we need to find a way. But he doesn't have total power over us. Otherwise, why would we still be here? Why are we talking right now? Uh, so... Well, He'd have to find our books now, wouldn't he? Yeah, so we have some time to work. So let's go to the attic and see what's there. All right, so how do we want to attempt to get to the attic? Well, we step out of the library into the uh, close the door and then change mm-hmm. the placard and see if that works. No, we go to the basement. Okay, we'll do that at the basement. Yes, because okay. that's where the attic key goes. Okay, yeah. All right. It's- so, yeah, you slide in the attic placard, and you put the key in, and the key turns. And this time when you open the basement doors, it opens out into what looks like some kind of snowy field. Mm-hmm. Do you wish to enter? No, but mm. I suppose we don't have a choice. Yeah. Are all of you going? Yep. The sky stretches out ahead of you, endlessly undulating. The atmosphere is a series of waves, but with a gentle ripple to it like waves on a glassy black pond. It's night, or at least you assume by the dark emptiness of the space above you, pocked by watery stars, it must be night. It's clear like glass, so far away from you. Beneath you is a flat white plain of snow, flowing out in all directions. Where the sky has a gentle texture and wave to it, this is completely flat. You sink into the ground a little, leaving footprints that mar this pristine landscape. The world here is featureless, save for a shape in the distance, Looks like the crouched form of a traveler wrapped in a long flowing cloak, huddled with the garment drawn about them. 
do you want go to the figure. continue on or do you want to leave? Uh, go to the figure. Yeah. The figure was farther um... off than you first believed. As you grow closer, it only grows in size until you realize that the form was monstrous. It notices you approach, the hood of the garment turning to regard you, but it doesn't move. You walk forward inexorably until you stand in front of it. Now it turns to you, finally presenting itself. The body is wrapped in a cloak made of hundreds of thousands of pieces. They're long and white, tattered and aged. It seems to be sewn together from so many pieces of paper, older than you can possibly conceive. They blow with a wind, and yet there is no wind. They reflect the light from the sky, and yet there is no light. They hold back the chill of the snow, and yet there is no discernible temperature. The creature is massive inside, made of spindly dark limbs the color of cherry wood. It has so many arms, so many horrible arms reaching out from the darkness inside its cloak. They reach out and land softly in the snow around you, forming pillars like a makeshift cage, or maybe just a pleasantly columned gazebo. It's impossible to know, as there's no visage to look into, nothing to gauge your reaction, or at least not one that you can understand. The hood of the cloak hides a face made of galaxies, of swirling stars and gases, of emptiness and yet crammed full of something, of the essence of space, of time. You can feel it regard you in the way the galaxies burn, in the way the stars twinkle, in the way that tiny universe hums inside the cloak. It, it bends its face down to you, and screams at you in a voice as quiet as a mouse, yelling and whispering all at once, in a voice so terrible and thunderous that the noise of it is deafening, and yet in a murmur so quiet as to focus all understanding into this one terrible pinpoint of communication. It speaks precious few words. Tell me a story. Um. So, first of all, yeah. Can I have you all make sense of each other? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's. Yep. I fail. Uh, if you fail, you take two. If you succeed, you take one. And I think that's break for me. Uh, it's either five at once or um, your breaking point. Uh, You're oh, hitting your breaking point. Uh, yep. Oh, you hit your breaking point? Okay. Um, <laughs> then I got a crit failure. <laughs> I rolled a 99. <laughs> Uh, okay. Yep. Um, so you can you can go ahead and, and take um, an extra one d four. All right. Uh, four. So I take six. So I do get a temporary. Uh, so I freeze. I guess. Uh, All right. Yeah. So so two of you are just like frozen in fear, like un completely unable to understand <laughs> what you should be doing. I passed. Okay. Um, <laughs> Tell them a story. So I start telling them the story. Of of how I met my ex wife. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, can I have you roll persuasion? Uh, okay. <laughs> Persuade. That's oh. a fifty. That's not too bad. Uh, I get an ot nine. So it just kind of like stares at you, and it doesn't move for the entire like length of your story and you like tell a lot of it like you start uh -huh. adding like not exactly embellishments but you start like throwing in details you like didn't even think were like important mm -hmm. to the story until you feel like you've just let out this like monstrous novel of, of how this event went down and then you're just kind of quiet and it just kind of regards you and then it like nods once at you and then it points back towards the door you came from 
And then its face swivels and gets right into Ross's face, into uh, uh, Ultim, to Marshall Ultim's face. And it says the same thing. Tell me a story. Have I recovered yet? Uh, yeah, you can attempt to tell a story. All right. Um... But um, for um, Marshall Brandt, Marshall Brandt, um, yeah, it just pointed back to the door. Uh, I'm gonna clap Altum on the shoulder, yep. <laughs> and then just head out the door. Yep. Okay. Uh, Marshall Altum, what uh, what story do you want to tell? The day how I got involved in Delta Green uh, when I was called how out. Did you get? Uh, I was called out to investigate a museum. Uh, and when we were trapped in the museum, uh, because it, one going into one room would lead to a different room and it never ended. Uh, and we were in there for over a week. Uh, we almost ran out of food and water, but we found a way out. Well, some of us did. Not everyone did. And then they I, told me that things were like this and we had to stop them from getting worse. And that required, you know, killing people and throwing their bodies in lakes and uh, yeah. framing people for crimes they didn't commit and stealing and other things because it would be worse otherwise. Can um, I have you roll persuasion? I did. I rolled a four. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it like listens intently to the entirety of your story. And then it just nods at you and points to the door. And then it's monstrous galaxy head uh, turns to Ada mm. and it says it's, trademark line tell me a story i'll tell you the story about a book that tells the story about a book there was once many years ago a tiny bookshop off the coast of england in that shop there were many books but one not like any other the book told the story of a book about the story of a book and that book, upon reading it, led me here to tell stories, to read stories about books that tell stories about people who read books. Uh, and I continue on in this recursive. Okay. Can I have you roll persuasion? Uh-huh. It's a 22. <laughs> uh, okay. It, like, makes a kind of noise that's a bit like tinkling chimes. Mm-hmm. And this time it, it, it nods twice and you see it like pull one of the pieces of paper um, out of its cloak and it scratches off what had been written there and it writes something new and then folds it back into the cloak and then points at the door. We're looking for Jack Knight. Where is his story right now? It, like, kind of tilts its head, like, you know, like when a dog doesn't understand something. Right. Tell me a story of Jack Knight. So, it touches you on oh, the with one finger, and you learn everything about Jack Knight as though oh, you had been standing here for days with it, like lecturing you about every, and you know, everything about the story of Jack Knight, all of the minute details from like his birth 
all the way up to like the present day. Like it is a lot to process all at once. Um, so you take just two sanity damage straight up. Great. Um, Perfect. But you've learned that he like found this cabin. Like it was like in, it was in his family and he just like learned about these different spaces one day when he was like cleaning or whatever. Um, and like once he like found the library, like he couldn't stop exploring on the inside until eventually he found the attic and he became obsessed with the storyteller. So he's yet to approach the storyteller, but he's obsessed with like finding the perfect story to tell to the storyteller. And so he's been um, getting people to come to the cabin and then fucking with them to see if he can kind of create a masterpiece. Um and he's bound himself to the cabin somehow. Did in his story did I learn how he bound himself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he used that that book that you had about binding creatures. And he used it to bind himself. Oh. Oh. So he can't leave the cabin. Uh, but he has a lot of control inside of it. Okay. Where is he right now? He's in the cabin. He is in okay. the cabin. Kind of. Kind of. Is it possible for us to go back out? Like, can we leave? Yeah. Can we step out of the cabin? Yeah. Okay. Are we actually outside of the cabin? How, how do you mean? Like, what, are you right now outside of the cabin? Well, are we are we able to leave in a way that is real and not just a... Like, okay, so, okay, uh, there was that place behind the cabin, right? Like the little the generator shed, right? Mm-hmm. Was, was it locked? Was it openable? It was, it was open. open. Okay, can we go there? I just want to see if that's where Jack is because. No, I think he's just. No, like... you know where Jack is. He's inside the cabin. Oh, okay. He's what? everywhere inside the cabin. He so we have to burn the, the cabin down then. Well, the other thing is just to tell him that, I mean, he's been looking the, if he wants the ultimate story, the ultimate story is his own story. So he just has Wait, to where is himself. Jack's book? I know uh, you Jack. found it already. Okay. Is it, it, all is it just torn out? It had all the pages torn out. Do we mm-hmm. have it? Uh, I mean, if you grabbed it, it's the one that told you where the attic is or how to get to like the name of the attic. Okay. The one at the end. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I've got an idea. Why don't we go back and pay a visit to Jack's book? He's a hack writer, and I think I can do him one better. Uh, you or... feel free to do that. Are you leaving, Johnson? No, I'm gonna... Well, I'll be right back. Uh, were there uh, gas cans out by the generator? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna start bringing in some gas cans. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to turn to Alton. Yeah. All right. Either you can come with me or keep an eye on him. I still don't know what Jack. I'll go with him. you. I'll go with you. I'll, I'll, uh, if he, if he attacks, he can't get us both at the same time. I hope. Fair. Well, All right. actually he probably can, but, um, okay. if he wants the ultimate story, it's him. Uh, Marshall Brandt. Um, you hear a voice like whispering to you. It's not going to work out the way you think it will. Uh, yeah, you think this well, is the first time you've tried to burn this place down? 
Great. You think it's going to uh, stick this time? You never know. I like your pluck, Marshall. Hmm. I bet you do. I, I hope that's the next keep one is as uh. interesting. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, I'm going to try and find Jack's book. I presumably you can you already had it, or you okay. can just follow the rope back in the library. Yeah. All right. So popping Jack's book open. What is there's okay. So there's presumably nothing being written presently. No. Right. Yes. Okay. There's nothing being written. Can I? Oh. Was there any blank paper with that vellum-like property in the house? You could steal it from another book. Yeah, I want to do that. I want to steal some uh, blank paper from another book (laughs) and then uh, start writing. Okay, what do you want to write? He revealed himself to the trio in... Uh, at the exact place that he disappeared. Uh, He confessed his plan, start to finish, but made one fatal mistake. Uh, And I'll leave it at that, just just so I don't get too ahead of myself. Okay. All right, let's go check out the foyer. All right. So in the gasoline-soaked foyer, Uh um, you see Jack just standing there. Oh, good. Jack, didn't expect to see you here. I don't think this is going to work out the way you think it will. How do you think that I think it'll work out? Well, we'll just see, won't we? I suppose we will. Is this the part where I'm supposed to confess, Ada? Where you want me to explain to you how everything's been running around in here? (sighs) I had hoped... Well, you've already figured it out by now, haven't you? Or, I mean, you can go look in the snowdrift and see if anybody in there looks familiar to you. I think I'd like to avoid that. Suit yourself. Where is Marshall? Which Marshall? Uh, what's what's uh, Johnson's, Johnson's name? Yeah, Noah. Brant. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Where is Brent? Is aren't you all in the foyer? Oh, I thought I thought we'd gone off separately. No, no, Never I mind. was with Never you. Mind. And then Yeah, no, I thought you were all in the foyer. I thought oh, you said you gather everyone in the foyer. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Pardon. No, no. <laughs> what did you do with a, I'm standing there with a jerry can. Yeah. What did you do to Brent? The same thing I did to all of you. I fixed you. And the next time you're more interesting, and sometimes you're less interesting, albeit the first few times we did this, it wasn't exactly clean. But I'm pretty good at it now. And it's that meat hook, isn't it? Well, I'm, the meat hook helps, but it doesn't need to be a meat hook. <laughs> I mean, thematically, it's more interesting, don't you think? You know, a have real you... go-getter kind of prop. Have you fixed yourself? Oh, no. Of course not. Why Why would I? Don't you think that would be a bit more interesting as far as stories go? I I wouldn't need to. I, I already have a good story. I just It just needs editing. Really? You have a good story? And how long yeah. have you been editing this? <laughs> I'm going to edit it until it's perfect, Ada. 
I think that only so much editing can be done before you're just belaboring the point. Sometimes a horse is dead and you simply need to stop beating. Well, you see, Ada, I have a long, long, long time to work on this, so it doesn't really bother me. Oh, but what if, even after all that time, you're never able to produce a story that that finds interesting? I see what you're trying to do. And it's not going to work, okay? You don't think we haven't done this like six, seven, eight, nine, eleven times already? I think that's simply evidence enough that I'm right. Do you want to throw the match now? Is you just going to finally throw a tantrum and light this whole place up? Is oh, that I'm what you're waiting for to happen? No, no, not at all. Why don't we God, have a civilized discussion about this? I'm going to take that out for next time. I like the accent, though. I think I should keep that. Definitely ends. Je ne sais quoi. That's not the same area. I, uh. No wonder you're such a bad writer. Bad you are a writer? Hack. I'm the only writer that matters anymore. Really? Last I heard, I hadn't heard of you. Job. The problem is that horror as a genre is more satisfying when it's about you know there's there's a there's a there's a story arc there's a morality to it and at the end good triumphs over evil that's what people want that's what's popular so if you want to make a story that people will want to read you have to have the good guys win at the end and you're not the good guy so you just want me to let you waltz out of here and go back to your little organization Oh, I have a suggestion for your ending. And what's that, Ada? Don't you think it's more interesting if... (laughs) Don't you think it's more interesting if, rather than you telling the story to something, you become that something? How do you mean? Well, why are you? You're the only author that matters, right? Of course. And yet there's an author you're still trying to impress. Oh, it doesn't write stories. It just collects them. I think it does write stories, Jack. I feel like you were going to say something there. Nope. He's just like kind of growing like increasingly irritated with you. Mm-hmm. And then he just starts walking over to the rifle. It's about time we step back to square one, isn't it? Uh, no. Again, I think you're you're thinking. You can shoot him, way. right? Just shoot him. No, because that's what he wants. Well, don't kill him. I mean, just incapacitate him. Uh, so he's pulled the rifle off the wall, and he's now aiming it at you. <laughs> uh, I hit him with the jerry can. <laughs> just gonna throw it at him. Yeah. All right. Can you just throw it at him then? Can you roll Uh throwing? I want to say athletics would work, I guess. Sure. That's my. That's bad, but that's. God damn it! It's like the second (laughs) ninety-nine. I miss. Fail. Not only do you miss, you just like chuck it into the fucking um into the fireplace. And it just, like, explodes into a fireball that, like, shoots outwards into the rest of the room that, may I remind you, you have coated in gasoline. 
Uh-huh. I'm running so for the everything door. is extremely on fire now. Everything also, it's full of paper. Extremely on fire. I'm, I, so, I, I try to escape if that's possible. So I know everything about Jack, right? Okay, yes. Do I know how he pulled uh, Rant's face off and wrote things? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to sprint at Jack. <laughs> This is entirely unnecessary, but sure. Uh, I leap at Jack, mm-hmm. uh, and <laughs> I st- I grab under his chin and try uh-huh. to start pulling his face back. Okay, can I have you roll unarmed? Uh, yeah, baby, I'm good at that. That is a seventeen. Uh, okay, yeah, so you, you pull his face up and you can see the text written underneath. You know, Jack, it's something I've always heard. They say an author should never do their own. Uh-huh. Uh, and I start digging in with my fingernail, uh, writing out... Uh, uh, okay, wait, what... what, what um. What case? What tense is this written in? Uh, third person, um, fucking. So like third person omniscient. Yeah. Or, um, okay. I don't know. I I can't tell you the word for what tense it is right now. My brain is not. I get it. I get it. Is it so? It's like he does this. He does that. Yes. Right. <laughs> okay. So, uh, he escapes the fire. Uh, he he escapes the fire. Uh, and gives up on his story admitting realizing accepting that he's never been much of an author <laughs> that he doesn't have what it takes uh that he doesn't have what it takes to be what he's dreamed of to be the only author that matters anymore okay so the skin like folds itself back down and then he just kind of like drops the rifle and starts crying as like everything is in flames around him and and he's like it's it's never going to work it's just never going to be good enough. I tried. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. That's what I've been it's saying. It's all your fault. Okay. You fucked everything up. Can I choke him to death right here? Do you want to choke him to death? <laughs> the building's yeah. on fire. Yeah, I want to yeah, choke him to just, death in this burning building. Because he's killed so many people. <laughs> you could just leave him in the burning building. No, I want to choke him to death after making him realize that his life's work is worthless. Okay, yeah. Um, can you go ahead and make us like a sanity check though? Because you're like yeah. literally deciding to choke the life out of a man. Ninety-one. Uh, okay. No, yeah. This is gonna fuck you up for like ever, ever afterwards. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you can choke him to death in a burning house. Sure, why not? That's a five for choking him to death. Yeah, you you choke you you look deep into his eyes, knowing that you've literally and fundamentally altered the personality of this man, only to then choke him to death. You watch as his like eyes bulge outwards, and no air comes into his lungs as he just writhes underneath you like a fish out of water. Can I right before he dies? Can I lean in? Sure. Turns out to be a pretty good end, doesn't it, Jack? So the sane marshals who have already run outside of the room <laughs> and you're standing outside in the snow, like you just see Ada like walk out 
alone with like beams and shit like collapsing in behind her as this like whole building is just straight up on fire. Uh, but yeah, there's there's no Jack. She's just calmly walking outside by herself. I guess this passes for a happy ending. Let's get the fuck out of here. I think I've got some reading to catch up on. I'm never reading again. Um, and I'm not speaking about this again. Let's go. Yeah, of course. Of course you won't be. All right. So we get out and hope yeah. that I never see so, my cabin again. So you all stand at the end of the end of the driveway and you just huddle up together shivering as you wait for the van to slowly rattle closer towards you so you can get in. <laughs> I I put the unopened letters back in the mailbox. <laughs> and, and that's the story of Amanusis dolls. Uh thank you all for listening to this. I hope you enjoyed it. I uh really enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good. I, I did I did quite enjoy that. Um well, uh was there any other consequences of us telling a story to the the well whatever that uh, cosmic if you run away is. or I fail a persuasion check, it kills you. Um it like rips all of your skin off and <laughs> in the blink of an eye it ages thousands of years until it's bleached and pale and it adds it to the cloak. All right. Oh, good. Uh, so, all right, yeah. So we had to critically succeed to gain learn how to manipulate Jack, or just yeah. Okay. Um, one of the if you had just you could have just set it on fire and tried to leave, mm-hmm. uh, and then while you're leaving, like Jack would have just reset things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's like easy to get out. It's just hard to destroy things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, did you expect me to do that? You did you did everything wrong and terribly constantly, and it was hard to keep up with you. <laughs> you just make everything way harder than it has to be. <laughs> That's how I played Delta Green, babe. Yeah, I mean, you it could were, it, you could yeah. have like rewritten his personality so that he was a pacifist or that he was satisfied with his own. No, no, work. no, no, no. Do you understand what's going to happen after yeah. the credits roll? Yeah. Do you understand why I said, "Of course you won't." Yeah. Because he's going to come back? No. What? Because I'm going to make both of you forget. Oh. Yeah, she can fucking Rohan Kishibe you now. Yeah. I'm going to make both of you forget this ever happened, and I'm going to go fucking rogue. Because I know what the agency does to people who can do shit. Yeah. Yeah, like there's a good reason for that. Or use you for their own bit. Mm -hmm. So that'll be the next adventure, hunting down Ada. Yep. You're an Ada. And do you know what Ada's last name was? Kafkian. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. One of you might turn into a bit of a caterpillar. If you like things about me, written by me, for me, for everyone else, uh, you can check out uh, patreon.com forward slash Bridget Fan. Uh, and if you like things that Faye and I work on together, uh, check out crynovel.itch.io. Again, crynovel.itch.io. Uh, and you can check out our upcoming visual novel, mm-hmm. uh, Cry Hunter's Record. All right. Yep. Forward uh, to it. Yeah, and uh, uh, Bridget runs games for the RPPR Patreon. Check that out. Uh, Patreon.com slash RPPR. Uh, and uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for running the game again, Bridget. It was no problem. Uh, we'll talk to you uh, all next time. Bye. Oh no! What happened to Craig?
Well, I'm recording on my end as well. So Craig, come back. Craig, no. Craig, come back. We're sorry. Uh... Should we wait? Now recording. Fuck you, Craig. God damn it, Craig. All right, piece of shit robot.